0: Welcome to the Armor Class Podcast, where seven co-workers play D&D and still keep their jobs.
1: Welcome to Season 2 of Armor Class. We're gonna be playing through Waterdeep Dragon Heist, uh, which is an epic campaign. Um, I've read part of the book, so it seems pretty good so far. Um, and let's give a you know quick introduction to everyone here. We have Matt Rustin, say hello. Hello, young Matt. We got Julian. Hello. Returning again, Katie. Hello. And don't forget Lauren. Hi. Johnny. What's up? And who can forget, Cory. What's up? And I'm your resident dungeon master, Pedro. And, uh, let's begin Season 2. So... This season takes place in Waterdeep. Also known as the City of Splendors. It is the largest city on the Sword Coast. Uh, maybe even the largest in all of Faerun. Um, huge population. Um, sorted history. It's a land of civility with lots of noble houses, trade wards, etc. Um, the city itself is pretty massive and split up into several different wards with different functions, all sorts of different class hierarchies, etc. There's a lot of different guilds in Waterdeep, different factions, all sorts of interesting things are lurking around every corner and every alley. Our story begins in one of the most famous locations in Waterdeep, the Yawning Portal. The Yawning Portal, it's a tavern. Um, in the castle ward of Waterdeep, it's a place where adventurers come to meet all the time. It's a stone building with a slate roof and several chimneys. Most of the ground floor is taken up by the tavern's common room, which contains a 40-foot diameter open well that descends 140 feet into what people call the Undermountain. There's a rope and pulley mechanism that's used to lower adventurers into the well and hoist them out. <clears throat> Our story opens up on a lone table on the first floor of the yawning portal where a <clears throat> Young man sits with two compatriots at his table one Wearing a, a hood with a little darker skin Julian I want to describe your character uh, my
2: character is a dark elf. He's kinda of small in stature as most dark elves are. Maybe he were, I don't know, how tall I say he was? He's somewhere around there. I don't know, he's kinda of short. Somewhere in the five <laughs> five range or something. Uh perfectly acceptable yeah, height. Yeah, perfect. yeah. Uh, let's see, he's, you know, he's kind of a small slender guy, he's dressed in kind of darker leather armor with a cloak and a hood. The hood's down, he's got shorter white hair, it's pretty messy, it just looks like he doesn't bother doing much with it, since he's constantly taking the hood
1: on and off, uh, yeah, he's just sitting around, enjoying some ale. The man alongside, uh, oh, what's your character's name? Uh, his name is Sorn. Sorn. The man sitting next to Sorn um, looks towards the nearest barmaid and says, another round for my two friends here, and looks over Yato. Um, he says, you want another pint of ale? Don't love another pint. Um, this man is talking to Johnny's character. Johnny, please describe your character.
3: My character's name is Yato am a also a slender smaller character, a little bigger than Julian um, or Sorn Um, 5 foot 11 thin um, dark reddish skin uh, pointy teeth small horns dark black eyes all all black (laughs) (laughs) Um, and dark purple hair so I'm a Kind of younger Tiefling, or I guess a uh, feral Tiefling. I look a little on the like evilish side, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, pointy tail, uh, and I'm just wearing uh, some dark, dark black and reddish robes. The hood hoods down, mostly just relaxing kind of monk robes. Very ninja-like, and I'm also carrying
2: a loot on my back. Just a couple of devilish dudes Share a drink.
1: A barmaid comes up and drops off three pints of ale on your table. Jerser picks up the first one, and as he does, both of you do a perception check. Oh, the first roll of the campaign! I've known Jester for a little bit, Jester Silvermane. Um, he's hung out at the tavern for quite a while. Um, and you've you know usually get into a few drunken spells with him. He's been kind of lonely lately, so he's always looking for company. Um, but Sorn, you notice this time when he goes to pick up his ale that he's wearing a ring that you haven't seen him wear beforehand. And you can see as he pulls up his finger that you recognize it pretty instantly as a Lord's Alliance ring. Oh. Yato, you didn't notice this quite yet.
3: Yeah. I'm just drinking my beer and my tail's like swishing around.
1: <laughs> um, Jailser says to my new friends, continued fun and journeys in Waterdeep. And he cheers he, the, the two of you.
3: <laughs> cheers. cheers! Cheers!
1: As we actually drink some alcohol. Yeah. For real. <sighs> On the other side of the tavern, there's, um, can you hand me that piece of paper? <clears throat> There's a young man with brown, longish hair, a little bit of a, um, purplish robe and green tunic who's playing a lute with that has only three strings, and you can hear his, song echo throughout the tavern as people clang their beers arm wrestle a bit and be a rowdy there's several different kinds of adventurers that are in here um... Sorin and Yato can see that there's a heavyset dragonborn sitting in the corner of the room yelling Shamash SMASH! HA HA HA! Did y'all see my latest fight in the arena? <laughs> and he continues to boast loudly on the other side of the room this guy the door opens to the yawning portal and a short character walks in holding a a small case of something lauren you want to describe your character yeah okay <clears throat>
4: Yes, my character's name is Estrad Rosnar, but he goes by Leo, which we'll figure out later in the story. He's a noble gnome rogue. He's about 4'11", green eyes and black leather armor. He has two daggers, one that he keeps on his hip and one just outside of his shoe. Um, He has short black hair with just a small silver strip along the right edge of his head and his eyes are lined with a dark mascara. He wears a leather necklace with his house's pendant attached. Um, he's from the house of Rosnar. A blue shield with a white bird is their family crest.
1: Um, you scurry along your way through some of the patrons up to the bar where Dernan gives you a, a friendly hello. He says, another, another sample from the winery.
4: Ah, oh, yes!
1: Uh, what, what kind of wine is it this time?
4: Oh, it's the new house blend!
1: Uh, let me, let me give it a sample. Alright. Would you like some one yourself? As I'm Dur- good. During pulls out a dusty mug from underneath the bar and puts it down the table and reaches over for your little flagon of wine. Pops it open, pours down a very hefty pour and takes a, a big swig. He smacks his lips loudly and says, Hmm, I've never tasted this kind of blend before. This is nice. Uh, if it's from House Rosinar, you know you always have business here. I'll take a case.
4: Perfect.
1: Um, you can see that, Leo, you can see that as you were serving Durham, three strings kind of gave you a little, like, wave back as he's playing his three strings with, you know, one hand Mm -hmm. Um The door opens again and we have a, a little bit of a sulking character starts making his way solemnly, sits down at a table and a young barmaid comes and approaches him, a girl no older than 20, 21, with long red hair and a green blouse Says, Ah, my friend. What can I get you today? It's been a little while. Just the usual. Corey, introduce your character.
0: Uh, my character is his name is Shinon. He is a male tiefling warlock. Um, he's a inch short of six feet. Um, pretty young. Got black hair, red eyes, and a yellow, light yellow skin, the reddish tint. Um, wearing a like a light brown hood, kind of covering the horns a little bit. Um, black tattered
1: pants, um, and just a little pouch full of trinkets. Um, remind me of his name again, of course. Sheenon. Sheenon. Uh, Bonnie says to you, Sheenon, the usual. Yes, just the standard ale. Coming right up. She um in a little bit of a, a huff pushes through the crowd a little quickly, uh, eager to go get you your ale. Across the room, you can see that there's a <clears throat> a man wearing plate armor with blondish hair, who's sitting at a table with someone that immediately catches your eye kinda hairier than most people that you see you can kinda hear out of the corner of your ear, not eye, I guess you can hear the man sitting with this person say you're looking for a quick job but I'll keep my ears open for you. but for the mean- meanwhile I can buy you an ale while you're here for your time And Katie, introduce your character.
5: My character's name is J.C. Indukala. Uh, She goes by the nickname Hang. Um, She is a druid, human, human druid. And um, she is rather tall, as the DM mentioned. She is hairy because she is in her hybrid form. She is also a werewolf and she is currently um, in her hybrid form, she is covered in hair, she still has her long hair, her long dark hair. It's wild, frizzy, kinky, um, untamed. And uh, she has golden yellow eyes, Um, fangs are showing. Um, But otherwise her form is rather human, Uh, you know, regular arms and legs with some
1: Claws. Maloon says to you, wait do you, I don't even remember, do do you drink when you're looking like that? It won't be necessary. Well, I'm keeping an ear out for ya. You know, if you're getting into a good fight you know where I am too. (laughs) You know I'm always ready.
5: The world always provides.
1: Well, well yeah, I'm sure. Wait around in water deep and something's bound to happen. Um, as Maloon is talking to you, Three Strings, uh, seeing that his friend is, you know, serving some wine over at the bar, stops playing his current song, and he starts to wander over and be like, is that a new house, house wine? Can I have a sip?
4: Yes. Come over here, Three Strings. You'll play better when you're drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll, uh, that's why I lost my fourth string. As you, as you always feel, say three that. <laughs> um, three strings walks over to the bar. The music stops. You can hear the, the roaring of the crowd. chinan um, do a perception check. Uh, Thirteen. You come into the yawning portal every now and then. You're friends with Bonnie, but you haven't quite met everyone in here. And... Sitting or standing behind you, you hear like a heavy footstep and followed by another heavy footstep. And then some whirring. And some you start seeing some music coming from behind you. You turn around. You hear this like sort of clockwork. Sounds coming from behind you. It sounds like sort of machinery, but you hear distinct music. You turn around You don't see anyone playing an instrument whatsoever But what you do see Matt, it's please a, describe your character So he's a large uh, Warforged made of mostly of dark wood um, kind of strong iron underneath but kind of decorating on top There's a lot of like extravagant brass and copper um, Since he is basically just a giant robot. He's just wearing a um, a hat and a cloak with nothing really underneath, so you can just see that he's a robot. Um, his eyes are glowing, just kind of a faint green glow, and he's enormous. He's like seven foot tall. Just from the sound of him walking over, you can tell that he weighs probably around 450 pounds. He's not someone that you can shove around. Um, definitely not a stealthy guy, to say the least. Um, but, uh, yeah, his like whole chest is kind of wide and big, and he has just a single slot that you notice that he had slipped a coin into as the music played. And the music coming from him from his intimidating stature is pretty delightful and kind of cheery and the tavern kind of falls quiet for a minute as everyone kind of looks over to the warforged in the corner and kind of is captivated by the music coming from that end of the tavern. He's definitely not like a super intimidating Character, like he's definitely just really intriguing and interesting, if anything, just like kind of wondrous to look at.
3: How many of us have seen a Warforge before? <laughs> yeah, um,
2: Warforge is a pretty common thing, war-
1: <laughs> In your time in Waterdeep, there are uh, definitely a lot, like not a lot of Warforged around, but there are definitely like a good amount of them, if not from just like living around town. Every year there is a festival where people from. Um, one second. There's a festival called the Day of Wonders on Meriputh, the the third day of Mariputh. and on the Day of Wonders there's a bunch of different inventions of Gondor that are, like, people come through and parade across the city, so you guys have seen miraculous sort of creatures of metal before. Some of them continue to stay in Waterdeep, some of them are leftover remnants from times past, and some of them are new inventions in shapes of animals and other sorts of robots that just are, you know, paraded through. So, it's something you've seen before, but definitely not super, super common. Definitely something that inspires a good amount of awe. How
2: many drinks have we had?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Joseph says, Yeah, I've seen him here before, but uh, it's not often you get to hear him play. You know, he plays every now and then. It's quite something. the here, you know what i
3: Where do you think that coin went?
1: <laughs> well... I wouldn't want to open them up to try to find out. <laughs> um... So... You were all sitting... Uh, the next song starts playing. Uh, do you insert another coin or does it just keep playing? I have to insert more coins. Okay. <laughs> you insert one more coin? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> another song starts playing, as you guys can hear, and you guys are sitting around, well, you two are, and Jailster, sitting around this sturdy wooden table lit by a brightly burning candle. Now there's like, littered with plates of cleared food and half-drinking tankards if you've been posted up at the Yawning Portal for a while. You guys can hear the sounds of gamblers yelling and drunken adventurers singing body songs that nearly drown out, you know, the sound of the, the instruments that are somehow coming from the war forge. Then all of the noise is eclipsed by a shout: "You pig! You like killing me mates, do ya?" And there's a seven-foot-tall half-orc is hit by a wild swinging punch from a male human whose shaved head is covered with eye-shaped tattoos. Four other humans stand behind him, ready to jump into the fray. The half orc cracks her knuckles, <clears throat> roars, and leaps towards the tattooed figure. But before you can see if blood is drawn, a crowd of spectators clusters around the brawl. What do you do? Putting minis on the table. <laughs> <laughs> is this the, the tavern? Yeah, this will be the tavern.
5: Um, FYI, my hybrid form is fairly tall. I'm seven foot eleven or er, ten inches, so oh, wow. I stand up just to see over the people and be able to be able to see what's going on.
1: Yeah, the crowd is forming like faster and faster. as this um, brawl is breaking out between um, who you recognize as Yagra, and she is fighting um, first off this man with a shaved head and just eyeball tattoos all across his head
5: as soon as i see yagra i sit back down (laughs) uninterested
1: (laughs) just kind of loudly i'm gonna stand just like stand i assume i was kind of sitting in the Mm -hmm. corner be like now now there's no need for any of that and cast hideous laughter on both of them (laughs) (laughs) so just from the music they kind of start to the music that is already playing. Yeah, the music is already playing. Go ahead and cast Hideous laughter. Do they have to make? Um, it's, I think it's a wisdom, wisdom save. Throw? <laughs> yeah. Let me double check that. What was the, what was your name by the way? Do we yep. know? Not yet. I haven't changed
5: okay. myself.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the the DC for you? I believe it's fourteen wisdom. Okay. Uh, Yagra fails. Okay. And the other um, main guy who has the, the eye-shaped tattoos also fails. Nice. And they both look at each other as they're about to punch each other one more time, look over at you, and just just notice how <laughs> odd it is that there's this large metal man who just said, "No, no" to them, and they just start <laughs> laughing. <laughs> And, um, yeah. So they they find it funny, fall to the floor, and are prone <laughs> for a <Yeah>. Both <it's laughs> <prone to laughs> Yagra and this other guy are just like on the floor laughing. The the guys, like four friends, are like super concerned, and they're like, "That was kind of funny, but not that funny." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, huh. I don't even think I've ever seen her smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Man, um, I was hoping for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> when Yagra falls to the floor, these other four dudes just come over here and start stomping on her. 100%. They're like, oh the four dudes are just, now just kicking the half-fork as she's on the ground just laughing constantly. <laughs> as she keeps getting kicked and punched by the four other well, I think she people. can roll to stop laughing when she takes damage. Yeah. <laughs> um, she she stops laughing. <laughs> um a little behind the screen natural twenty. She stops laughing. She grabs two of them by the legs and pulls them down, so they're both thrown on the floor next to her, and she rolls over and starts punching this guy in the face. Um the other two guys are now just wailing on her back, and the crowd is kind of starting to cheer and go like, oh, oh, oh whoa! Um, yeah, that, that seems a lot more like Yagra. Yeah, Yagra is now just going, <laughs> And she's not really laughing as much as she is roaring. Um, there we go. <laughs> what, do, what do the rest of you guys do? Anyone
0: else? I'm just, uh... I'm sitting at the bar just waiting for my
1: ale. <laughs> uh, waiting for Bonnie. Bonnie kind of, like, you can see her back at the bar. She rolls her eyes at this entire thing. She, like, pulls her sleeves back, grabs, like, a big, fl- like flag in the veil, or tanker the veil, or whatever it is, big cup, and comes over to you and places it down, and then she kind of sits down next to you and says, Another day in the yawning portal. Just another day. <laughs> <laughs> the fight is still happening over here. Um, anyone else going to introduce themselves into this situation? You guys are still watching this character here, the Warforges just stand there, there playing music.
4: <laughs> I'm at the bar, talking to Three Strings. Yeah. Um, I kind of am just ignoring what's going on, but I notice, uh... Jeanette, what's your name? Sheenon. Sheenon just sitting there, mm-hmm. and I go up to him and I say, I haven't seen you here, what's your name? I can't get my voice down.
0: The name is Sheenon, right. and I have come to this bar Every day for a month now.
4: I'm gonna have to say bullshit on that.
0: Hmm. You can ask Bonnie right here. She knows.
1: Uh, yeah, he's been in here quite a bit. He seems kinda. kinda lonely like the rest of us. Uh, I
4: just haven't seen you. This is like my place that I bring my wine.
1: Bonnie, what do you. Bonnie laughs when you say that and says, <laughs> might be hard to see from down there, my lady. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Damn it, Bonnie! You can tell Bonnie is like kind of like acting more loose because there's like a bar fight going on and she's just like not even tending bar anymore She's just sitting down with Sheen and just kind of laughing at you and says, she gathers herself for a second, remembers who you are and is like, um, I meant no offense by it, lady. Uh, Lady Rosnar, I'm so sorry. I, I, and she, like, gets back up and starts running towards the bar. <laughs> Just leaves you there. Come on, Bonnie.
0: Apologies, she's uh, a little bit inebriated right now, but it's all good.
4: Yeah. So what do you usually drink here?
0: Just the standard ale.
4: Ah, yes. Everyone drinks the ale. Well, do you care to try this new red wine I have? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, Yagra is now knocked, or not? Ya- yeah, Yagra is now knocked back onto the ground, and you can't tell if she's conscious or not. But the other like four ban- um, people are still just wailing on her as she's now on the ground. So that kind of like disrupts your conversation. You hear that there's other spectators now that are starting to get into the fray and start trying to pull them off. Um, Jailster gets up gets up from y'all's okay. table, and goes over there, and starts um, trying to pull some of the the people off of off of Yagra. You guys are s- s- sitting and chilling. <laughs> it's like, I
3: don't know, what do you think of this? I could beat all of them. Uh, oh, know. Okay.
2: She gets herself into these things all
1: the time. You're still playing music, by the way. I was about to say, so, the music is gonna start to wind down, Yeah. and kind of like, Link to a stop. It's like kind of like a um, clockwork-y type thing. Um, and what it does, I'm going to walk on over to... Who's closer? Which table? Their table? Or their, their table is closer. Their table? Yeah. So I'm going to walk over to you two and say, Hello! Do either of you happen to have a coin to continue the music? No. <laughs> oh, oh. I can find one. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, if you don't have one, no, no need to scavenge. I'll, I'll find someone else tonight. <laughs> Walk to the next table. <laughs> the next <laughs> table is the one um, where the hairy person and um, the hairy person and Maloon are, are sitting there. The the man with the plate armor. Um, that's the table you approach next. Good evening. Do any of the you happen to have a coin for some more tunes? No, thank you. <laughs> All right. I continue on to the next table. <laughs> the next, what, what, the next what, <laughs> did Mal- what did Maloon say? Maloon says. Uh, y- yeah. What, what do you What do you need? And he like shuffles around this in his pockets. Well, a coin will work, but the bigger the coin, the longer the tombs. Uh Yeah. I here. I'll I'll give you. A, I'll give you. Yeah, let me Let me look through my pocket here. And he's like shuffling around. And he says, um, "I only got a nib to spare." Oh, that works. Uh, it's a co- copper coin, and he just like just his, the look, goes to you and he's <laughs> looking at at your chest and is a little confused and is just like, uh, in in there? Yeah, right here. <laughs> uh, okay. And he <laughs> drops the coin inside your chest and does it make a sound? Yeah, it kind of like clinks, like mm-hmm. you can hear the coin kind of like fall down and then music starts whirring back up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Jailster is now um punching two of the the people that have been like wailing on Yagra, and he's kinda just straight up fighting these two people. Uh he's just as fist, he hasn't pulled out any weapons or anything.
3: <laughs> My tail starts swishing around to the music and I just like jump in and start pushing people with.
1: Okay. So Jailster. you run up. <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> As you, as you get there, you can see that um, Yagra, who was, like, on the ground getting beat up, kind of jumps up and pushes the two of them down, or the, the two people that were, like, on top of her down, and then she goes over. She, like, ignores him as she's still getting beat on this, like, seven-foot half-orc, and goes to um, the man that's on the floor with the tattoos and just immediately kicks him right in the face. <laughs> and she hits him right in the face, and he... Is still laughing, but now he's missing some teeth, and there's just blood squirting, and he's just like gurgling on his laughing blood. <laughs> but Yagra is like ignoring the dudes that are wailing on there and just kicking this guy in the face.
2: Okay, I think I want—I'm going to jump into. I'm just going to—the closest one whose back is to me. I'm just going to punch him in the back of the head.
1: Cool. You go in the back of the head. You whack him, and he just like falls to the ground unconscious. Like you got him real good. And
3: I just trip the nearest one. You leg sweep him. You quick. leg sweep
1: him. He his knees buckle, and as he's falling down, he pants the guy who is next to him, <laughs> and he, that guy like starts holding his trousers together, and then trips and falls on top of himself. There's only two guys that are still up, and they look around. They look at their friend that's getting kicked in the face, and they just kind of like slowly just start backing up a little bit, <laughs> trying to go towards the exit of the tavern. <laughs> um, Yagra, at this point, like, picks up the man on the floor by his collar, with the, the tattoos, and Durnham, who has now been, like, was, you know, near you and at the bar, and was just kind of watching patiently, has approached at this point, near all of this thing is going on, and he looks at Yagra and the man she's holding by his neck, and he just says, Get out of here! And, um, <laughs> he snarls. Um, not at Yagra, but at the man on the ground that she's holding up by the neck, and the other people that are here, and they, those, those four dudes start, um, wandering on out of here. Yagra lets go of the man she's holding, and they pick him up by the arms, and kind of start carrying him out of the tavern as well. Um, Three Strings goes back and starts playing his lute. As soon as your music stops playing, yeah, he just goes back and starts flapping a little bit, and he starts just playing it. A, a tune for the, the the battle that just happened. <laughs> Durnham looks super grumpy, and he kind of like just walks back to, to the tavern bar. Um, sorry, I almost said Roland. <laughs> Julian, roll a not Julian, what's your character? Sorn. <laughs> this is gonna be a hard for me to remember. Sorn, okay. roll a um intelligence check. Intelligence check. Uh eleven. Or oh, wait. Passive
0: intelligence.
1: Alright, right, which is this one, right? Um Yes. Yeah. Whatever your modifier yeah. is for that. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, I'm actually missing my other one. Anyway, um, yeah, so you can tell the tattoos that are on that guy's head are, um, eyeballs, and you're pretty familiar on what that signifies as being a member of the... the Xanthars Guild. Um, who is, you know, one of the factions here in town that you are are well aware of. Um... So, that's going on, and Durnham's yelling this out, and then you know, the fight starts settling down, what is everyone up to? I walk back to my corner. Listen to the music. Cool, so you're walking back to your corner. Um, What's Jalester doing? Jalester was fighting with you guys, and (laughs) he looks at y'all and says, thanks for stepping in there, those Xanthar boys are causing no good up in town. Wait, is Yagra still around? Yagra's, um, yeah, now bloody and kind of just like sits herself down at the nearest chair and she's just kind of bloodied over. Um, she's sitting like at a table near the back. Uh, Durnum kind of like takes a rag out of his pocket and like throws it at her and she's starting to like clean up the blood on her face. Okay. Um, and you guys are just kind of standing around. Um, wolf girl? <laughs> what you doing over there? You just sitting and watching this happen with Manchu? Uh, Uh, Maloon.
5: Maloon? Uh, yeah, I've, I've, um, ordered, like, hot water, and I'm sort of making my own decoction with my own, you know, leaves and twigs.
1: Yeah, Bonnie, after talking to, um... Sheenon. Sheenon and... Leo. Leo. uh, Came over to you and asked you what you wanted and brought you some hot water. Okay. So Bonnie, you know, says hello and brought you some hot water, and you're making now some... Some beverage of some sort. Leo, you were still near Shinon, just yeah. I'm still
4: talking to Shinon. Okay.
0: Sorry about that fight. We didn't get to finish our conversation. Um, I haven't had much wine in my life. What makes yours so special?
4: Oh well, this is a family blend here in Waterdeep. You should really try it. It What makes
0: the family name so special?
1: Oh well. Um. Before you continue this. How long have you been in water, For, let's say like two months. Two months, pretty recent. Okay. (laughs)
4: Um, I can't tell you all the family secrets, but all I can tell you is that this wine will change your life. Here, just try a glass. And I pour him a glass.
0: Okay, I, I take the glass and I will drink.
1: Um, so it's like medium body, very fruit forward, um, you can tell that it's a blend of a few different kinds of grapes, um, it's like not too acidic, maybe a few, like it's, it's sweet up front, but has a very kind of dry finish, and it's, it's nice, it's palatable.
4: Thoughts?
0: Kind of has a medium body, (laughs) it's a fruit forward. (laughs) Seems like a, a blend of uh, different grapes. Y'all, y'all grow these yourselves?
4: Yes, we do.
0: That, that's mighty tasty.
4: Well, I'm glad you enjoy it.
1: Um, Bonnie comes back, and as you're talking to her like this, she kind of like whacks you on the arm and says, "Show some respect. That's Lady Rosenar. Wait, I'm a god. Sorry, Lord. I keep <laughs> saying, "I'm so sorry." You've mentioned that before. It's okay, that's Lord Rosnar. <laughs>
0: My my apologies for being ignorant, but who is that? Just just
1: just call him Lord. You keep, don't say anything else. Just call him Lord. Just my Lord.
0: My Lord, my apologies for acting rude.
1: That's
4: okay. Some people don't know I'm a Lord because I'm so short.
0: Oh, appearances can be deceiving. My Lord, you're as it seems. Always so
1: welcome here, Bonnie. Kind of like gives you a little bow. I'm watching you, Bonnie. I'm I'm so sorry, my Lord. And she walks back to the bar. Um, you guys are, you're having a sip of your wine, and you're kind of settling (laughs) in for a bit. And then, shouts of alarm suddenly ring out. Um, as those people are leaving the tavern, these, you could just start hearing people go, Whoa! 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 And, um, in the middle of the tavern, where there is that big well that I described earlier, there's a hulking creature that just starts climbing out of the shaft. Um, in the middle of the room. There's a, it's a monster with warty green skin, a tangled nest of wiry black hair, a long, carrot-shaped nose, and bloodshot eyes. As it bears its yellow teeth and howls, you can see that half-dozen bat-like creatures are attached to its body, and with three or more circling above it like flies. Everyone in the tavern reacts in fear, except for the barkeep, Durnham, who yells out, Troll <laughs> How many drinks have we had? <laughs> Not, <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> enough. Everyone, roll for initiative. All right. And uh we'll put this little <laughs> troll guy right here Ooh. for some visual effects. And for those oh, listening at home. And the troll c- oh. comes out of the well. In the middle of the room, and there are the creatures that are like suckling to it, are what you guys have all recognized as sturges. Uh, yeah, those guys. Are <clears throat> and we're back on that normal bullshit, mm-hmm. which is um. I'll be right back. I got a seventeen.
2: Cool. We 17. Great. Oh, I did too. Okay,
1: everyone <laughs> goes first. 17's all around. So if troll crawls out from the well in the middle of the room. Um, you guys can... Uh, I'll wait for, for Johnny as I write down initiatives. Um, Yanto got uh, a 17. Uh, 17. And you are the uh, big man, Iron Giant. Okay. <laughs> the Iron Giant. 14. Iron Giant got a seventeen. Julian's character also got a seventeen.
0: Guess what I got. Seventeen. No.
1: Okay. Fifteen. Twenty. 19. Um. Character's name is yeah. Shinon?
0: Yeah. S H I N O
1: N. And you got twenty. Woo, baby. Now. Wolf girl. Five. Five. Um. Uh, what do you want me to call your character right now? Hang. Hang.
6: <laughs>
1: Wolf girl. Yeah. some. <laughs> it's team. your move. I didn't know if you wanted your nickname revealed to the. Uh,
5: it's party. everyone calls me. Everyone hang, calls you Hang. It.
1: So, um, Maloon looks over at you and says, "Hang, it's a troll." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. <laughs> um, Eleven. Leo? Leo? Leo. Leo rolls an 11. And... This thing rolls... How tall is the troll? The troll is... A, it's huge. I mean, it's a, it's a big boy. Um... I would say that, I don't know, at least 10 feet tall. It's large. It's a very large creature. And, well, we'll take a little pause here, we can edit this part out as we wait for Johnny to come back. And I'm also gonna pee. We'll be
0: back after the break.
1: After the break. And we're back. Back in combat, the troll has climbed out of the well. There are sturges all around it. Um, you guys roll for initiative, and all of you can see that Durnam, like with incredible speed, has run back to the bar. He jumps over the bar, leaps under there, or like over the bar. He grabs something underneath the bar and pulls out this like a like great like big ass greatsword from under the bar. Like, completely slides over the bar again, and starts just rushing towards the troll. (laughs) He yells at, like, everyone around you, and he just says, um... Well, he runs up to the troll, and he just, like, goes up to him and says, FIGHT ME! And he, like, grabs his greatsword and swings at it and says, THE REST OF YOU! DEAL WITH THE STURGES! And he just starts fighting this troll, like, one-on-one, just starts attacking it. Um... There are nine sturges, and um, like six of which are just attached to the troll, like sucking its blood immediately. And there's three sturges that are flying overhead. Okay. Um, Good time. The old troll is here. It's like it's you know, need to put a base on him. And um, this will be during him fighting the troll. All these people still on the floor. Okay. Um. There. Are, Chinon, you're up first.
0: <sighs> um you said there are three,
1: three flying around. Yeah, they're flying around.
0: Uh how fast are they flying?
1: Um, they're just circling around the troll.
0: Okay, cool. Um I put down the wine cup, go up from the bar, and I pull out a crossbow and I proceed to shoot at one of the Sturges.
1: Uh, roll the hit. That's a
0: one. Um, Our first one
4: of the game.
1: You, <laughs> you shoot the crossbow towards the Sturge and um, it hits the greatsword in Durnum's hand and just bounces off and like it splits in two. Like, you can hear when it, when it hits the greatsword, um, the arrow doesn't split it too; it pretty much like shatters. Like, um, it didn't just get to slice against the sword. Like, some sort of energy off the great sword like destroyed that arrow like immediately. Um, did you do anything else with your turn?
0: I look and I'm like, well shit, <laughs> and I move a little bit to the right uh, to try and reposition myself.
1: Okay, Bonnie kind of like jumps back a bit and is like, ah. <laughs> And I'm like,
4: the wine's pretty strong,
0: huh? Yeah, I'm I'm certainly feeling it right now. That's okay. I, I've done it in worse conditions.
1: Yato, you are nearby Durnham and the uh, the troll over here, where um, Yago and everyone else was fighting. And your turn is up next.
3: So I'm pretty close to everything. Yeah,
1: there's three surges flying overhead, and the troll is right in the in the middle. Nice. Um, I'm. How tall is the troll? Uh, like 10 feet tall. But the Sturges are like, yeah, up ahead. I mean, flying overhead. So they're like at the you know, almost the top of the bar, the tavern. Okay. Before the second story of the tavern, yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm going to
3: run, I'm going to like jump on the troll and run up and throw a dart at whatever the closest um, Sturge is.
1: Please Do
6: that.
1: (laughs) Just, um, is that, so you need to do a roll to, an acrobatics check as, like, your standard actions to climb up the troll, and then an attack action to hit the, the sturge. Okay. Uh,
3: so 16 acrobatics.
1: Yeah, you, you, like, the troll's arms are huge, and, you know, once your foot's, like steps on there, you like kind of wobble a bit, but then you stabilize because it's like, you know, its skin feels gross. But you kind of jump off that part of its forearm, land on his shoulder, and they're now like in the air, throwing a dart. Throwing a dart. So yep. throw your dart at the sturge. <laughs> your like tail f- like flows in the wind. You're doing this like cool ass <laughs> flip in the air, like this twist and and. Uh... A ten. Um. You throw a dart and it just like lands on one of the posts on the wall. Like it just um, goes above one of the patrons' head that goes like wah, <laughs> and you land. <laughs> Wait safe. No. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, still going towards oh, you're it. Oh, you still going <laughs> towards it. I want to punch it while it's in the air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so use one of your monk. um, yeah, Your I have key point action. Yeah. So. Okay. Use a key point or whatever to punch it. At well, your point. it's just an it's just a bonus action. A bonus action to do unarmed strikes. Do it. You threw a dart, it missed, it landed near a patron, now you're about to punch the sturge in the air. Eight? (laughs) Yeah, you punch air, and then you land behind the troll dramatically, very proud of yourself, just (laughs) complete superhero pose, one leg out, your elbow resting on it, and you're just kinda like your head down. Uh, yeah. You looked really cool jumping off that A little troll. bit is so, like yeah. uh, <laughs> behind you. Uh, it is. So I'm iron... back, back behind you? Yeah, the troll you're back behind the troll. It's the Iron Giant's turn. Alright, seeing all the everything happening, he's gonna stand up, pull out a golden coin, insert it in the slot, and you just hear the heavy, like, cr-trunk of it clinking down, and he kind of whirs up and music starts playing. And. As the music starts playing, he just kind of walks towards the hole where everything's happening. He's not a very fast guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, um... As he's walking towards the troll,
3: um... <coughs> what are flying things called?
1: Sturges. Sturges. The the nearest Sturge needs to say, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's the DC? 14. It saves. It saves? Yeah. Alright, so yeah. nothing happens to it. But, um... Also, as the music's playing, um... Soren? Yes. Uh, Soren just kinda of feels slightly more motivated. Okay. And you get 1d6 on your next attack. <laughs> 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 oh my Saving
6: God. throw. Okay, cool.
1: The, the troll is still going... Ah! Rapidly, but it's, like, getting a little drowned out by the music <laughs> emanating from this, like, iron creature that, a person that has walked up towards it. And, um, speaking of which, Soren, it's, uh... Your turn. Okay, uh, where am I at? I guess I'm also probably. Yeah, you're probably near here. Yeah. Um, you can use the 1d6 for the next, any time within the next 10 minutes.
2: Okay, uh, I think first thing I want, I want to like jump behind the bar to get some cover.
1: All right. And then like um, pop
2: the, up and do a crossbow shot.
1: The bar is probably like a <laughs> back there, but yeah, you can run back there. Okay, sure. so I'm gonna
2: come over here. Then I'm going kind to of, kind, of, kind of duck behind the bar, and then, you know, pop up with my hand crossbow. Oh, okay, single hand crossbow. Yeah. And just shoot at the nearest surge. Do it. Shoot at the surge. Okay. Um, that'll be a 12 to hit. Um, 12 to time. <laughs> We're so going to use can, that one d6. Yeah. Um, plus the d6 yeah. to hit. Yeah. Uh, plus four, so 16. That hits. Okay. And then, and roll damage
1: is, uh... the, the music starts getting drowned out a little bit as you <laughs> <laughs> the chaos of the battle Six. keeps going. Uh, nine damage. Um, so you duck behind the bar, you aim over with your hand crossbow, you stare down the stairs, the music that's playing inspires you in some format, you think it's pretty good, it yes. makes you happy. And you just shoot through the air. Um, it cuts through the music and just nails the stirs to like the back part of the wall on the in the tavern. It just like there's mm. a little bit of blood in its like pouch that it was holding. You know, that was sucking probably the troll's blood earlier, and it just kind of explodes in blood as it's nailed to the wall. Gross. And um, it is. is you do anything else, your time? Um. I'm just gonna duck back down. Cool. On the bar. It's the the troll's turn. Um, so the troll looks down at Durnham, like kind of pissed off in this situation. And you guys hear something from the other side of the bar and you hear um, the dragonborn paladin from earlier kind of stand up and say, "Shamash will never be defeated. <laughs> and he runs towards the troll and the troll just Pulls his hand back and whacks this dragonborn paladin, <laughs> and he just goes like flying into the well, and you could just hear him say,
6: Truman!
1: <laughs> As he falls down the well, and you don't hear anything else from him. And uh that's the end of the troll's turn. <laughs> oh, that's Damn, That was amazing. Um, I have an action for that. I have, wait, I have to wait till my turn. <laughs> it is um. Leo, it's your turn.
4: Okay. There's only two. There's
1: two turn? sturges up right now. Yeah. And they're just on the air. They're just like flying over the troll, and the troll is um, looking back at Durnum, and Durnum is actively like fighting off his hands right now with <laughs> <laughs> okay. his really really big great sword.
4: How far am I from the troll? Um, like, you are probably
1: twenty feet away from him.
4: Okay. I move towards the troll. Okay to stand, like, behind his ankles. Okay. And I take out my rapier, and I just go to slash his Achilles.
1: Go for it. A (laughs) tube. So you... You slash the troll's ankles. It's, like, kind of hard to hit because it's such a big creature, and you're, like, close enough to its ankles where you slash through it, and you can feel that it's, like, cutting through, and you see blood, but quickly... Um, the skin starts to, like, regenerate back. Um, okay, cool.
4: And then I just position myself to be right under the troll. Yeah,
1: so you're literally under the troll. Yeah. Um, this next turn, you can see that Yagra, who was sitting down, who had taken a, quite a bit of a beating, gets up, um, and she looks at what is going on here, and she goes over, And she runs towards the troll and grabs one of the troll's arms and is doing a, like a, she's just like trying to grapple one of the troll's arms as Durnham, um, goes and stabs it right in, like, the stomach. Um, and it is, um, the Sturge's turn. The Sturge's, one of them comes down, um, and... Let me see it over here. This sturge. I'm gonna use this guy as a sturge also. <laughs> um, this sturge comes down and flies at Yato, tries to suck Yato's blood. Uh, what's your AC? Uh,
3: Fifteen.
1: Um, it like completely misses and is like positioned right in front of you. It just goes thew! and you're still like holding your superhero pose. <laughs> it just like completely overshoots and just tries to suck <laughs> the blood and misses. Perfect. Um, the other sturge. Flies um, towards Leo over here, back here behind the troll. Leo, what's your AC? Twelve. Um, it like just attaches to your back and just starts sucking your blood, oh. and does six damage to you. Oh my. Cool. So it's just like ripping through your really nice cloak with your you know family colors, and now that color is a little more red because of blood. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, that is the end of the Sturgeon's turn, and now we have Hang. Uh,
5: I have some questions. Is where is there like any nature around me other than the well? Like, is the door the closest thing to nature other than the well?
1: Like the wooden door. Or just, like, or the door there's no, like,
5: garden or anything inside, right? Uh,
1: no, this is a pretty, like, drab place. Yeah. Uh, I would say that maybe, I mean, like, there are probably some cockroaches running <laughs> about. <laughs> okay. Um, um,
5: and the troll and the sturges, they aren't, um, undead or anything. Right no. There. Okay, I take out my oak shield and my quarterstaff. Yeah. Uh, are, is anything, like, trying to attack me or close to attacking me? Uh,
1: no, you see at this point, um, Maloon has kind of gotten up and has been bracing himself to also, like, go towards and fight the troll. Uh, but you guys are kind of a little bit further back, like, here.
5: Okay, I ask... Can I have a? Can I ask Maloon something without, yeah. like, voicing it? Okay. For sure. Um, I turn to Maloon and I say, Do you need my assistance?
1: Maloon says... Um, well, I always love a good fight with friends.
5: <laughs> I laugh when I say, I will be here if you need me. Okay. And uh, I, I go ahead and I, I cast uh, Thunderclap.
1: Oh, all right, well, who are, who's your target?
5: Uh, it it um, creates a burst of thunder sound that can be heard up to 100 feet away, and every creature that is within range other than me uh, must succeed on a constitution saving throw.
1: That's, like, wow. everyone in the bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Damn. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, sure. Uh, Cassie, what's the DC for your your constitution? Uh,
5: I believe it's 13.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, everyone roll a T20. <laughs> oh my god. Constitution, you said? Constitution. 9. <laughs> 18. Okay. <laughs> 9. 13. You get 13. Four. four, four. So you, um, uh, Soren, Leo, and Yato, what happens to them?
5: They take two damage.
1: They take two damage. Are you? Are oh, you still zero. conscious? I'm no.
4: I'm. Ze- I have zero. <laughs> <laughs> You're so. Oh, you got knocked um, out. <laughs> you have zero. Oh, because <laughs> you got attacked in
5: forgot.
4: Oh, yeah. no. oh no.
1: Okay, so you you do this like. Uh, so how do you do your, your clap?
5: Oh, yeah, I guess I have my staff and my quarterstaff. Uh, okay, so I pa- my hand is free from the shield because mm-hmm. it's on my arm, but uh, I go ahead and just, like, put my quarter staff down and just, yeah. Overhead, clap. That's
1: a You got everyone in the bar hears this thunderous <laughs> emanating from this wolf woman in the corner. Um, <laughs> one of the Sturges overhead of the troll just explodes. <laughs> Um, the troll is kind of like taken aback and goes, Ah! Um, Durnum seems unaffected by it. Um, Yagra definitely goes, Ah! And also the crowd of people in the tavern all just go, Ah! And grab their hands, including Bonnie and, and literally like the other 12 patrons that are in the bar just like, Ah! Are holding their ears and the rest of the, those who failed the the roll
4: guy. I am
1: on the down. ground. <laughs> um, Leo just hears this and goes ah! <laughs> but the stars that was attached to you is the one that explodes. Okay, um, good. So you take a good brunt of the damage and you just fall on your face um, and you and are I unconscious just lay that, on the ground. Yes.
5: I yeah. pick up my quarter staff
1: again and I just stand there. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> We're back at the top. Um, Sheena, it's your turn. How many
0: surges are there? This is one surge. Just one surge, okay. Um, Feeling a little bit better as I've been watching everything happen. I covered my ears because I saw that something was going to happen. I'm like, oh, it's going to happen. I start walking a little bit closer to um, where I can see the surge, maybe like 20 feet ish Mm -hmm. closer. Uh, And then I try to attack the surge.
1: Okay you With my shortbow. Cool. Or my crossbow. Nice. Do it.
0: That is an 10.
1: 10 does not hit. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do anything else this turn? Um, no. Okay. Um, it's uh, Durnham's turn, and his sword is inside, like, the troll's stomach, and he just, like, pulls it back out, and you can see him overhead just, like... Um, bring his sword down and just kind of start like cutting through the trolls like shoulder and you can see <clears throat> durnum just like quickly go rah, 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 and just whack it like three times in the shoulder and this sword that he's using like keeps emanating like some sort of like radiant glow as it cuts through the troll like deeper and deeper and he's kinda pushing the troll back like closer <laughs> to the uh, entrance of the well um it is Yato your turn
3: So I guess I'm like recovering from the thunderclap and the Sturge is right in front
1: of me, right? Yeah. Last one. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I'm just
3: gonna jump up and kick it. Okay, do (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, it. 17?
1: Yeah, that hits. Nice. Four
3: Four damage. Um, Yeah, how do you want to do it? Uh, it's kind of like jump up and spin kick it, but okay. I'm gonna try and kick it again like immediately afterwards. Okay, well,
1: your first spin kick, like it just completely falls limp to the ground after <laughs> you whack it once with your leg. But as it's falling to the ground, you just whack it again anyway, and it just like stomps and like does this that that thing where Can I the kick enemy... it towards the troll? <laughs> yeah, sure. Kick it towards the troll. It like um, hits the troll in the back of the head, and the troll is like kind of taken aback. Um, after that. Yagra picks up her wits after like holding. She's holding her ear in pain, but she just kind of starts like running up towards the troll and behind it. And as Durnham is attacking near the front, pushing it back towards the well, um, she just goes and pushes the troll. And um, with Durnum's blade, kind of comes out of its like shoulder, and the troll is you can see like the life kind of leaving its eyes as it whacks its head on the side of the well and just starts falling down. You can hear that goes boom, 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 boom as it hits different parts of the well. The nine stur or the other six sturges that are still sucking its blood are still just firmly attached to it, and it just starts <laughs> falling down the well. <laughs> and you guys are out of combat. All right, I think Woo! so. I'm gonna walk over. Well, how deep is low? Um, it's quite deep. All right, I'm not gonna worry about that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to Leo. Leo. Leo, and just kind of, with one hand, just kind of pick Leo up. It's it's 140 feet deep, is what you have heard in your time in the Yawning Portal. <laughs> it's fine. This seems more important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, Leo is on the ground. Yeah, unconscious. unconscious. Yeah, so I'm just gonna uh, grab Leo from the like. Three strings of the is like or also whatever. happily playing music again. Just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like been busting busting the tune.
4: Wow, three strings.
1: And uh, as I pick Leo up, I'm just be like, "Don't worry, you did. You did very well. And uh, you get healed for 12.
4: Wow. <laughs> wow. And you feel right.
1: uplis- uplifted. So you get a D6 in the next 10 minutes <laughs> if you need to roll it. I
4: gasp where I go, and I look right into your eyes. <laughs> the music
1: is still kind of worn down, but and I say,
4: "Thank you." And I take a piece of silver from my pocket
1: and I insert a coin. <laughs> it <laughs> uh, <laughs> wears back up. Immediately music just starts working again. Three strings gets drowned out. <laughs> <laughs> as yeah, this other right song now. just starts coming out of this uh, iron giant. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I think that's a, a good spot to call a break. We'll, we'll be right back in just a bit.
0: This is Sheenon, and you're listening to the Armaglass Podcast.
1: And we're back. So, last when we left our heroes a second ago, they helped Durnham defeat a troll that had crawled up through the pit in the Yawning Portal. There were some Sturges there, and um, our lord here was knocked unconscious... And, um, the Iron Giant came up and helped her out with a little bit of a Him. feeling. <laughs> God <damn> it! Cut! <laughs> I know it's
4: confusing. I'm looking at you. I know. I know.
1: I know. His name is Leo. Or Leo, Leo, what is Leo. your gender? Leo. Are you male? He
4: identifies as a male. He identifies as a male. And he prefers... He-
1: him, his. <laughs> okay, him, his. Lord <laughs> I am so Lord. sorry. Lord. Okay. Him. A little bit Lord. of context from like about Waterdeep in general, um, that like all of you kind of know in this is something I will say in game at some point, but I'm gonna say it now while I have your attention. Is that um you know the Water Deep is like a pretty um interesting place where things happen with <laughs> trolls <coughs> will crash your bar mm.
5: apparently is it known that that well like undead come out of that well or is it like connected to the underworld or what what's going on there um, i think
1: go go it just goes to know? the sewers you can figure out in uh, character I see.
5: well but i feel like i've visited this place so many times i should know my character should be like familiar with like e- the deal with the
1: yes wealth. All of you know the yawning portal is home. I'll explain it in the podcast so other people people hear it. Okay. Um, In general, uh, I'll probably explain this in the podcast at some point, but... Whenever you find yourself in a bustling city, you're likely to spot a variety of folk. You hear words and languages utterly foreign to you, and you smell dishes, both delectable and strange. Waterdeep is the ultimate city of such delights. And before long the alien things become familiar to you and the stranger becomes your friend the people of Waterdeep are among the greatest of its splendors fashion comportment love these things are practiced with an art and zest in the city uncommon elsewhere visit a fest hall or a festival to see for yourself and don't miss the cross-dressing performers who regale audiences with humor and song fabulous that word doesn't begin to describe it especially when they enhance the merriment with magic the city is also a haven for those who define themselves what it means to be define for themselves what it means to be a man or a woman those who transcend gender as the gods do and those who redefine entirely who they are what confidence i never tire of witnessing it i have seen folk in Waterdeep whose lives are more magical than the marvel possible with spells so there's some lgbtq it's a pretty lgbtq friendly society so i am sorry for misgendering you (laughs) it's fine to be we'll clear out, the Iron Giant doesn't have a gender or sexuality, because he's a robot. Iron Giant. <laughs> I've Although to, some do, you know. so don't just make that coach. Like, like well, what if he did? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Alright. Three, two, one. And we're back. Where we last left our friends, they were helping Durnham take care of a troll that crawled out from the... Um, big pit in the middle of the yawning portal. Um, that everyone knows that that well is like 40 foot in diameter and it leads to the Undermountain, which is a sprawling dungeon that resides underwater. deep. Everyone's heard stories about the Undermountain. is rumored to be the largest dungeon in all of existence, all of Faerun. Um, everyone knows in their like history that the dwarves that first found like Mithril in this the area that became used to be an elven city. They found Mithril in the ruins, and then they dug deeper and deeper and ended up never being seen again from. These dwarves presumably carved out what is the Undermountain today. Um, So you guys are all very familiar with that in general. That's where the troll came from. Um, Durnham starts cleaning up his greatsword and starts walking back towards the bar, but first he turns around and looks at both the iron giant uh, yato um, Leo who he is on the you know just got up fresh stuff from the ground um, and everyone that was kind of in the vicinity and he says pretty matter-of-factly you fought well and he walks back towards the bar no no huss no fuss um, what do you what do you guys do well I'm holding Leo so <laughs> sort of turning Leo and setting him down so that he's standing and looking at me. He's quite a bit shorter, since I'm seven foot and five-something. Four. (laughs) Um, Say, well, that was very nice of you for helping out with that.
4: (laughs) Well, I tried. Thank you for helping me. What is your name?
1: My name is Entertainment Unit 003, but most people just call me Ent.
4: Hey, Ent. My name's Leo. Nice to meet
1: you. I think I've seen you around here a few times.
4: Yeah, I'm actually um, the distributor here, the wine distributor, so...
1: Oh, very nice. I don't in drink myself, but oh. I've, yes. I've heard great things from all the other customers. Oh, well,
4: that's great to hear. That's great to hear.
1: Um, Jailster looks over at Yato, who is still positioned on the ground in a like warrior's pose after kicking the last dirge. And he goes up to Yato and pats him on the back and says, Why, that was quite a display of kicks, my friend. I've been practicing for a while. I haven't seen that happen here before. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not that common that things crawl back out of the pit. But, uh, uh, we don't, we don't, you know, not many of us go down there. Durnum kind of looks back and says, Y'all shouldn't go down there. (laughs) He says back to, to you guys, just across the room, back at sir jail sir looks back and just, like, 100% nods, like, yeah, ch- shouldn't go down there. Um, and he looks over at you as well and just says, like, yeah, th- thanks for your help. Um, and he extends um, a hand to Yagra, who's, like, you know, kind of still wounded from the two fights that she's been in yeah. <laughs> in a short time in this tavern, and he helped pick her up. Um, over by Hang, Maloon looks over at you, um, looks at everyone in the bar, a lot of them are still holding their ears, and says, That was loud! <laughs>
5: uh, hang giggles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: oh, and then Hang also puts her... Uh- quarterstaff
1: in our shield away out out, out of plain sight yes um bonnie is still just like bustling around the bar at this point um what was everyone else doing settling back in i walk over
3: to the well and like just looking over the edge
1: (laughs) i'm also gonna look over the edge and sort of peer to see if the guy who fell in is alright it's pretty dark. You can see that there's a pulley system, but pretty much like it it gets real dark mm. in the bottom of that, that well. Um oh. Bonnie also like goes over there to peer over and she she looks at you guys and says, um, yeah, it, it's it's hard to see the bottom of the, the pit down there. It's I wouldn't Some people go down there and come back, but not very many. I do you think he's all right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I, I there, finally
4: get up, or after <laughs> Ent kind of picks me up, I kind of like shake my head because my ears are still ringing. But I go behind Yato, just quietly, and I go <Whoa>. Yato, roll a reflex save. (laughs) Roll
1: a d20 to see how spooked you are.
3: What's this? Just
1: add your dexterity to it. 16. Okay, so do what you were doing.
3: Yeah, I just jump up on that and, and, perch, on, <laughs> and perch on his shoulder Okay.
1: <laughs> like
4: look back. Um, at that's him. definitely happening. You're like a little six foot though, right? Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm not very heavy. Okay. <laughs> not so I weird. grab my stomach and I kind
2: of
3: giggle <laughs> and I say, why
4: oh
6: so
3: scared? I <laughs> <laughs> didn't see you.
1: Oh, hello. i quiet. Yeah. I think I'm
2: still actually just standing behind the bar, kind of leaning there watching all this happen. So
1: as as this is all happening, you guys can see that there's this man who starts pushing his way through the patrons that were like um, near where the action was happening. Or they actually kinda of pushed back and he was in the back, but now he's pushing his way through and you guys were by the well, he says <clears throat> he starts he just comes up and he's just clapping. <coughs> you be adventurers, am I right? I could use your help! Let's find a table to talk, shall we? And he's looking at specifically Ent, um, Leo, Yato, because you guys are the three that are by the well.
5: Hangover overheard the, the intro and is interested. I haven't moved, but I'm now
1: listening to what this person is saying. Yeah, I've definitely leaned over, like... Please! <laughs> First round is on me! Come, let's have a seat! I think when he says I, I hop over the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> well, I'm just a performer, but I'll definitely come and listen. Hmm. I hop down off of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the figure that approaches you like sits down at a table, and he um, beckons to you guys to sit down at the, ta- uh, the seats near him. There are, you know, five open seats, and he doesn't notice you because you're just kind of still in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks like this.
3: What a guy! Yeah. Some nice threads. Yeah, pretty big
1: bucket right there. Yeah, it's a, it's an impressive stash. He be beck- he goes sits by the fireplace, and he beckons you guys to go sit down with him. And he, what do you guys do? i walk over and stand I'm... next to the table.
4: Yeah, I walk over boom, and boom, boom. pull off the chair. <laughs> I um. sit close to the fire. Okay. I tell Maloon,
5: um, I'm, I'm going to listen in on that conversation. I will be back later. Malone and I stand up and make my way to a nearby table, but don't exactly.
1: Cool. He says, um, Maloon says to you, if there's a good fight, let me know what you find.
5: And I nod
0: and go off. Uh, I'm seeing this commotion kind of happening, put my crossbow up, went back to the bar to pick up the the ale that I was still drinking, and just uh, walking around and uh, seeing what I can hear.
1: Okay. See what you
0: can hear. Just (laughs) circling the table with my
1: my (laughs) eager eyes. (laughs) I was watching Leo and followed Leo. Leo. Leo.
6: Leo.
3: So how many of you are sitting at the
1: the table or near the table? I think it's I'm a, sitting nearby. So, so he he only notices the four that he's approached. Um, so you're sitting nearby and you're also kind of nearby intrigued, but you guys are not nearby. I mean you guys are nearby, but not. Nah. He's chilling. Um, nearby but not. <laughs> so the figure that approached you strokes his mustache. Three Strings is playing another tune on his lute now. He's back on his bullshit. Um, the figure that approached you strokes his mustache, adjusts his floppy hat, and tightens his scarf. Volothamp Gederum, Chronicler, Wizard, and Celebrity. At your service. And he kind of bows towards you. He says, <laughs> <laughs> and he says... And he says... I trust you noted the violence in our fair city these past ten days. I haven't seen so much blood since my last visit to Baldur's Gate. And he kind of chuckles to himself. <laughs> but now I fear I may have misplaced a friend amid this odious malevolence. My friend's name is Flune Blagmar. He's got more beauty than brains. And I worry he took a bad way home a couple nights ago and was kidnapped. Or worse. If you agree to track him down with all due haste, I can offer you. Ten dragons apiece now, and I can give you each ten times that when you find Floon. May I prevail upon you in my hour of need, when he looks upon the four of you. I perk up and like,
3: get very interested, like, I'm really good at finding people, I think I can help.
1: Oh please, I'd love to have your help. Anyone, I haven't seen Floon since the other night. And yes. Ten dragons now and ten times that later. That seems really interesting. Can I do anything else? Well yes, that's fascinating, amazing. I'm so glad you guys are willing to help. Please. Um here, I'll I'll give you I'll give you ten now. Each of you. And he hands um he hands. Ent, he drops like this little bag of coins <laughs> on the table and he pulls out three more bags of coins and he hands each of, you. each of the bags he first hands one to Ent who's standing there and he says, Ooh, you're a big fella. <laughs> and he hands you a bag, he hands one to um, Sorn. <laughs> Sorn and he hands one to Yato and he looks at you and says, oh, my lord, I'm happy to send the funds directly to your house Rosnark. Um, unless you'd like to carry the coins yourself.
4: I'll carry these coins, but I want to make a deal with you. Um, sure, what- What are your connections like with the bars here in town?
1: Oh, um, everyone knows Volo, um, Volo Gederam all around each tavern. I'm a celebrity, of course.
4: Ah, yes. Well, I'm looking to move some wine into a couple taverns downtown, and I'm looking for some help. Oh.
1: My lord, you request me? Yes, of course. Anything I can do to help. Alright. As long as you help me find Floon, um, I I really do worry about him.
4: I can help you. As long as we have a deal with the wine.
1: Um, sure, anything I can do to help. Um... Roll an insight check. Yeah, he's on the money. <laughs> he seems like he could definitely help you okay. um, get some, like, get a word in. But um, yeah, he seems pretty good. Uh, and he's hanging out and says, um, "Yes, yeah, so all of all of you are willing to help. That's wondrous news, wondrous, wondrous." Um, let me let me tell you what happened. Um, I, so, Floon is a dear, 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 dear friend of mine. And um, I he he's he's a friend of mine, and he's just you know he's a he looks like hmm, imagine a have you ever seen the the play that happens every summer over in, in the Waterdeep Square?
4: Ah, yes.
1: Um, do you know the main character Golof, who has the, the long beautiful hair, and he's the He's the one that runs away with the princess.
4: Mm-hmm. Imagine
1: him, he's got this flowing red hair, and he's a very, very handsome man. And, um, you know, he, he's got, um, he's probably in his, I mean, he's his early 30s, a little, not super young, but he's a handsome man. And the last time I saw him, he was, you know, dressed as he's always dressed, rather princely. Uh, Beautiful. Wears probably something, um, maybe in the blues. He's uh, the blues really bring out his skin and his hair. His eyes pop in the blue. And I think the last time I saw him, me and him were drinking at the Skewer Dragon, which is the uh, um, you know the Skewer Dragon, and probably Yato know the Skewer Dragon. Um, sp- well, you definitely know the Skewer Dragon, and you know it's a tavern. In the dock, dark, the dock dark ward, and it's like Get this it. dark body tavern. You're you very familiar yeah. with it. Seems like my, my um, place. Oh yeah. And Volo says, I, "I, if I was looking for him, and I, you know, I, am very busy writing my, my next book. I, you may have, of course, I've, you've all heard of me. I'm Volo." <laughs> Right? Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah, you know of who I am, Volo, right? Everyone knows Volo. You've read mm-hmm. my several books, and he... I've, I've he, heard of your several books. He has a book on the table, and he says, Right, you... Uh, I'm still, you know. You, this is a classic Volo's Guide to Monsters. You've read it, <laughs> right? And of course, um, I, I have plenty of money to pay you as soon as uh, you guys come back. Please, but if you do see any bookstores on, on your way to the Dark Ward, Tell them that... Volo's books are very good. <laughs> so do you want you have a to guide promote to promote you? Volo there, huh? Yeah, uh, that's me, the very one in the same. You're the
2: Guide to Monsters Volo.
1: I'm Volo from Volo's Guide to Monsters. Wow. Yes. That is... You've read my work? Yes. Uh, it's fascinating. It's of a course. great read. Please uh, stay tuned for my next book. It seems like it's, it's Adventurer 101. Yes, absolutely. This is the first book you need to read. Anytime time you want to go on an adventure, see a monster or two, and Kurt Lee, he, he leans over to you a little bit and says, I'm working on a new novel right now, a new book. It's <coughs> Volo's Guide to Spirits and Spectres. It's going to be way spookier, but it'll be a good read. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, so I suggest, either way, the four of you, to go to the Dark ward and go to the Skewer Dragon. That might be the best place to ask and see where... What dear, dear, dear Floon might have gone. To
5: where? Sorry, I missed that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's probably because you're not at the table. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I know that place. To be perfectly honest, I was
2: probably in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what was a
3: princely guy like Floon doing down in the docks? Skewered dragon.
1: Oh, well. Um, roll, a, roll a persuasion checkbook. 20. Wow. wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, Bolo kind of like, he takes off his hat and puts it against his chest, and he, you could see him starting to blush up a little bit, and he says, Well, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit that it might be a little bit, just a wee bit, my fault. A little bit. You see, I, I don't like saying this, but you guys, i I'm trusting you with this job. I obviously seem like trustworthy folk. I was having, don't tell anyone, please. Writer's block. And I, I need, I needed to meet a good friend, Floon, and I just wanted to get some drinks to get my mind off my book. Two nights ago, and I just said, let's go to the skewer dragon, get a pint, maybe two, and Well, we drank, we drank some more, then we gambled, then we drank, then we gambled some more, and I don't quite remember leaving, but I remember waking up in the loo, um, in, well, not the tavern, not my home, but I woke up in the loo and Floon wasn't there and I haven't seen him since, it's been two days. (laughs) So, I may have left him there on his lonesome and I don't know what happened to him. Do you remember any of the other people that were there with you? Uh, You know, honestly, I'm still nursing that hangover from from the other night. I don't remember much at all, except that Floon was definitely there with me, and, well, I went big on the hand, and, yeah, I'd still have plenty of money. (laughs) It like the skewered dragon, all right? (laughs) Did you gamble away, Floon? I... don't remember, I certainly hope not. I don't like to gamble on people's lives. Oh no. <laughs> At least my my own friends' lives. Who are you gambling with? Uh, I don't. You know, the people that were there, the miscreants of sorts, you know. The They're Dark is yeah. most,
2: most everybody in there is gambling. Huh. Huh.
1: <laughs> but no, like, big name. Um, I mean. Volo was there, Volo Gedaram, I was there. There was a big name there, well, certainly. <laughs> I, I honestly do not remember. Um, hmm. But, that, you know, I'd be careful in that area, but in general, that would be the first place to look. I would go help, but I'm still you know, working on my book. Oh, yes. I have, to, I have to continue my work. So is your writer's block cleared? Oh, of course. Uh, really, the drinking does help. <laughs> Sometimes you have to gamble away your troubles so you can focus on the things that are, you know, clear your mind to focus on your book.
2: Spirits <laughs> and whatnot.
1: Um, yeah, so in the, the pouch that he handed y'all, the four of you, um, is ten dragons. Uh, this as you can see here that there are physical dragon coins brought to you by this Beetle and Grimm's Waterdeep Platinum Edition. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Actual oh, physical gold coins. Very cool. um, dragons. Real gold. So as an exercise for our listeners and for, um, you know, you guys live here. Some of you live in Waterdeep, but you guys are familiar that Waterdeep prints its own money um, and that uh, what we normally refer to as a copper, we call a nib here in Waterdeep. A silver coin is a shard. Uh, towel is a brass coin. A dragon is a gold coin. Uh, sun is a platinum coin, and the Electrum uh, platinum with Electrum is a Harbor Moon. This kind of like moon-shaped coin that is worth um, like five thousand nibs. What's the silver? The silver is a s- the, the small silver. The shard. Yeah. Yeah, is a shard, and then the platinum is um, twice as large as the nib and is worth a thousand nibs. What do you call the... Can you repeat all that? Sure can. Um <laughs> can we get exchange rate? Yeah, <laughs> you can. So, um, this is actually relevant. So, uh, Hang, your character, you know, probably has different kinds of currency, maybe not only Water Davian currency, which is not widely accepted. In the, in the walls of Water Deep, you know as you've been coming in and out of town that you often have to stop and exchange your money somewhere for water Davian currency so you either have to like go to the palace of waterdeep and make exchanges there's no fee to that but there's usually long waits because it's the free place to do it or you can go to the guild of trusted pewters and casters or the jeweler's guild and they'll probably help you um exchange your currency for some amount of of, uh, percentage fee but the copper coin is a nib, a silver coin is a shard, a brass coin is a towel, uh, T A O L. A uh, dragon is a gold coin, uh, sun is a platinum coin, and harbor moon is a platinum crescent inset with electrum, uh, which is this like half moon looking coin. Um, so there are ten dragons in that pouch that Follow handed the, the four of you. So, um,. But he says any other information I can can offer you, I'm happy to- happy to give you. But, um, that's all I really remember. Again, ten times as many coins for you when- when you come back.
4: Okay.
0: Okay. As this conversation is happening, uh-huh. um, I notice some other people are appearing. In- Intrigue looking at the conversation. Mm -hmm. So I walk over to this table and I sit right next to Hang.
1: Okay. Hang, you see this this man approach you with some horns, a tiefling, you can tell kind of right away, and he nonchalantly sits down at a seat next to you.
5: I look over in his direction.
1: (laughs) He stares you down.
5: I am actually fairly good at staring, so I stare right back at him.
1: (laughs) You two are now staring at each other. Uh, You can see that uh, she still has some amount of feminine features, but mostly looks like a wolf-ish human for a face. Also, I just kicked that computer down there. You did. I hope it's still recording. (laughs) We're gonna find it. (laughs) Okay.
5: Okay, I say, is there something I can help you with?
0: Not at all. Just wanted to see if you were intrigued by that conversation over there.
5: In fact, I was.
0: Think we should go help out?
5: My assessment is that there's very little I could do to help find this person. Sounds like he was in the midst of the heart of civilization, and I'm much more familiar with the wildlife around here.
0: Almost seems too easy of a job for ten dragons
1: times
5: 10. Astute observation. Um,
1: roll an intelligence check. (sighs) Man.
0: Um, where is my intelligence? It is a 7, so it's probably (laughs)
1: really bad. Um, you can tell that 10 (laughs) times 10 is probably something more than 10. So it's a lot. You can't tell, but it seems like a kind of high-paying job. Yep. I. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I
5: uh, put my hand out and I say, My name's Hang.
0: I take out my hand.
1: not. Pleasure's all mine.
5: Pleasure to meet you.
1: Volo um, looks at the four of you and says, Okay. I. Are you guys gonna go find him? <laughs>
2: oh, man. I mean, there's just a troll. I mm-hmm. might sit here and breathe for a minute. Oh. Here, at least finish what that round again. We're at least yeah. going to finish that round you bought us. So yeah, we're those drinks. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Bonnie! Bonnie! And she, Bonnie looks over from the bar and kind of like uh, rolls her eyes a little bit <laughs> and walks over um, and says, yeah, wh- what do you need? Voldo uh, says, um, a round of your finest ale for my friends here. Oh, t- you, big one. You, did you drink? Oh. I certainly can, if it helps make you feel more comfortable. Oh, no, that's perfectly fine. He doesn't need one. Um, <laughs> to find a sale for my three friends here, and um, the three of you roll a perception check. Ooh, five. Do I get to proceed? No. Uh, no. Six.
2: Seven.
3: Okay, yeah. you, can, you can proceed. <laughs> <laughs> they did four enough, I'll
1: well allow it. Um... <laughs> Let's 19. 19. Wow. <laughs> so only you, yeah, and you and only you hear him kind of like whisper to Bonnie, get, get the cheapest one. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, but the, they didn't hear that, and so the cheapest ale. <laughs> um, so Bonnie goes off and brings back three ales only, and hands, puts it down on the table, <laughs> boom, boom, to, for the three of you. And uh, Volo's not drinking.
4: <laughs> so I grab my ale. I'm like, I prefer wine, but this will do.
1: Oh, and then I lean in and sorry, I say, what?
4: Do you care to entertain us with a sample of your new book you're writing?
1: Oh, um, I... You should really...
4: Oh, come put, on. Put me on the spot
1: there. I I don't want to give away a writer's secret. You could take that information and write it in your own book. And I'm
4: not interested in writing a book. Well, I... I
1: I'm still in the midst of writing it. Uh, please, I read it when it's on bookshelves. You'll hear all about it.
6: Hmm.
1: I'm disappointed. Oh, my lord! I, please, if it if it'll please you, I. I will uh, remember this. He, he starts um, <laughs> fumbling around, <laughs> and he's like going through a journal, and he's like looking for uh, a book. Oh, come on now! And he's like, uh, uh, hold on, hold on, let me, let me see. And he starts playing through, um, please put put in a good word for me with the family, with the Rose, the Rose-Naz, you know, um, I'll think about it. Please, my lord, I. Um, and he starts going through this book and he says, okay, uh, so different kinds of, there's different kinds of spirits all all over the, the world. Okay. In all of Faerun. Um, I, one of, some of them are ghosts. Oh, okay, okay, and, <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop you. Uh, He's you just Lord. keep keep working at it. Yes, I... Keep working I, at it. I... Look forward to that second draft. Did, did he say he's a performer? <laughs> you know... Oh, I'm a... Yes, I'm...
4: Some embellish. Yeah, I'm a chronicler
1: and a celebrity. But... Everyone knows me as the famous Volo. Of course. You've heard of me? Certainly. Everyone has. Everyone has. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, can I do, like, a... I want to do a roll to see if you're lying.
1: Insight check. Yeah,
5: and I want to do an insight check. Um, okay, 17.
1: Yeah, so... With that, you can... Like, you're listening into this, and you can tell that he's being honest, but he's definitely stretching the truth a okay. lot. Okay. Especially when he was talking about how much he can pay for this quest. Like, ten times ten dragons is a hundred dragons. You know the math. Um, <laughs> and that it, that seems like a lot of know? effing dragons for, for finding his friends, especially for four people, wow. um, which would be four hundred dragons.
5: Okay, um, I, um... Well, as Shanon and I are sitting at the table, I look over at Maloon and I kind of give him a gesture, like, come over to our table.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you gesture towards Maloon. Maloon to come to our table. Okay, Maloon um, makes his way over to your table and says, what's up, hang?
5: Uh, my newly found friend here, Shanon made an astute observation about a story we overheard at this table near us. He mentioned that this this man is missing a friend by the name of Floon...
1: Um, Floon... Uh, what did I say? Blag... Blagmar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Floon Blagmar.
5: Yeah, have you heard of Floon Blagmar before?
1: Um... Maloon says, uh, you know, I might... Not really. It does not Not a name that rings a bell, to be honest. Sounds almost kind of a silly name, really. It's <laughs> Loon Blackmar. It says Maloon War Dragon. <laughs> 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 um,
5: I say, well, have you heard of anybody going missing recently or any kidnappings?
1: Oh, well, I do have to say the... People, people go missing, especially in the dark wards. Probably something to do with the Xantharim activity down there. Oh yeah? Yeah. Um, You saw that display earlier, right? We were all there. You saw that guy with the tattoos on his head? He was a Xanthar guild man. Uh, You know, it seems like Yagra kinda instigated that fight with the Xanthars. and she's, She's the muscle for the Xantharim. So, Xananthar Z- and Xantharun. Mm. So, that Xantharun muscle is somehow still welcome here. You see, she definitely picked a fight with those Xananthars. But, they've been at odds for a bit. So people end up going missing, I assume it's some part of their faction feud. I see. Three string takes a, a little break after playing this last song solemnly. Um, and uh, he goes over to the bar and orders himself a drink. Some other bard starts playing music. <laughs> <laughs> Four string.
5: I guess I look over at Shannon and say, any of that ring any bells?
0: It doesn't. I'm, I'm pretty new to this place, so. Just trying to figure out what's going on here.
1: <laughs> I think I wanna go talk to Yagra. Yagra is sitting down at the at a table and she's just like drinking a pint by herself. She's really bloodied up, but. Yeah, she seems a little beat up yeah. But she she sees you approach and looks you down. I'm
3: following scorn. Yeah. Scorn? Scorn. Storm. 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 With scorn, you follow scorn.
1: Okay, uh, you you approach her. Yeah. It's like,
2: been a pretty adventurous night, huh?
1: Yeah. Sure has been.
2: So, uh... Things with the Xanthar seem to be going a little... sideways.
1: Well. As long as I got somebody to punch. It's not any concern of mine.
2: Okay, so... yeah, Anything in particular going on, or is it just the normal... back and forth?
1: Well, Um... Who is closest to the bar? Are you guys are still sitting with Volo. Yeah. Um, Hi. Co- Corey, your character's <laughs> name. Sheenon. 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 You guys gotta forgive me for this shit. <laughs> Sheenon, roll a perception check um, while, and then Yagra says to you, um, yeah, I you know, people been fighting more, but as long as, you know, I'm protecting who I need to protect, it's no business of mine. Eight. Cool. Um. She yeah. She Yaggers didn't say anything else about that to you. Okay. Um Yeah. You rolled an eight, now you don't notice anything. Cool.
3: Actually I'm gonna walk over to drink some of my drink and then walk over to Chalister. Okay. And uh just ask him how he's doing, but then if he's heard anything about people missing in the dock wards, or if he knows about. if he knows of a guy named Floon.
1: Jelster says to you, I don't know anyone named Floon, but the dock ward is in a shady place, to say the least. It's, yeah. uh. I think we both know how much trouble goes on over there. Certainly. Um. I try not to spend too much time there, but, uh, it's, he kind of looks off to the distance, and he says, you know, we've been hanging out for a little while, Yato, you know, it plagues me, the violence that happens here in our town, you know how it's affected me, ah, poor, poor Pharaoh. The violence in our streets affects not only the people directly involved, but even civilians and others. It's... A lot of it seems to happen with activity down in the Dark Ward, the Zhentarim and the Xanthar clashing like this. Only evident by this little street bar fight here is nothing.
3: Yeah, it's not the friendliest place, but it's not too bad either, if you know what to do. Sure. <laughs> Grab a drink down there with me sometime. Ah.
1: Yeah. Um, roll a roll a perception check for me. Twenty. Okay. You can see 20, that 20. as he like um, goes reach for his drink that he slips his Lord's Alliance ring back into his pocket. And <laughs> he's drinking his drink normally like, without his Lord's Alliance ring on. And he's like, "Yeah, I, I can come down there sometime." <laughs> and he drinks his drink. I swish my tail around when I (laughs) noticed. So, meanwhile,
4: while this is all happening, I have just finished my beer. Mm -hmm. And I slam it down on the table.
1: You seem a little... And I'm a little little tipsy. (laughs) Because I'm a
4: small fellow. Kind of a lightweight. And I look over to Yato and I say,
1: YOU! WITH THE TAIL! Uh, Both Yato and... um, Shinon hear that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And I look, and I see them both looking at me. And I'm like, not you, you!
0: (laughs) I go back and continue drinking my drink.
2: (laughs) What
3: does the little lord want?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about yourself. If I'm going to go on this adventure with you, I need to know who I'm traveling with. What do you do here in town? I'm
3: just a bounty hunter. Uh, Usually just stuff like this, trying to find people.
4: How long have you been in Waterdeep?
3: I've been in Waterdeep most of my life. Grew up here. Oh, <laughs>
4: very nice. How do you know Kinda that nasty. one? <laughs> and I point to... Oh, Sorn? Sorn.
3: We just run into each other every now and then at the bar. Mm. Bars and bars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I've, I've, I walk, I've noticed them talking and looking over at me. So I think I walk over. Volo is just looking like as everyone leaves his table, just like, well, hope they find my friend Loon. <laughs> I'm so sad. Yeah, <and> says, <laughs> I hope you, all of you, find my friend Ludo. <laughs> and he was just standing there. Well, of course. You know, I was actually kidnapped once. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, right here, Fascinating. right here, Lardy. He starts writing. He starts writing down stuff in his book. He's like, oh, please tell me, tell him more. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they saw that people deposit money into me, so they tried to see if they could come and take it away. Oh my gosh, that is horrifying. Yeah, and can it, they? It, 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 no it <laughs> not, not even I could actually get it out. Um, oh, well, that seems rather inconvenient for. <laughs> Everyone involved. Oh yeah. It, it actually it helped out. They they just took me away for a while, but they obviously had a hard time holding me, and when they couldn't manage to open me up, they simply gave up and I was able to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite quite the experience. Oh it sounds harrowing of some sort. It definitely it's a little upsetting to see that side of people. You know, I tend to I tend to like to find joy in life and oh. entertain others, but How lovely. You know, um he reaches around in his pockets, and um, he pulls out, like, a super lint-covered, dusty, like, copper coin, and says, Oh, sure. <laughs> and he puts <laughs> one in there, and uh, activates your coin. <laughs> 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 and he's like, Oh, I'll, I'll put one in there for you. Oh, why, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> music starts playing. And, <laughs> <laughs> of cor- uh, body. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, if you could help, you know, you obviously have personal reason now, you know? You don't want other people being kidnapped, I'm sure. Of course. Flynn yeah. would appreciate all, all your help. I definitely mm-hmm. like helping you. Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, so the three of you are talking <laughs> amongst yourselves. Like, hey,
3: sword, what do you think about bringing this lord to the docks? I know you know your way around, but I don't know about this one.
4: <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I'm a lord. Don't talk to me that way. I can hold yeah. my own ground.
2: Yeah, have you ever actually been down to the Docks ward?
4: Oh, just once. Just trying to move my wine into this uh, uh, bar. And actually me and the bartenders don't get along well there.
2: Yeah, they're most of them are pretty salty.
4: Yeah, they talked nasty about my wine. So I threw a fit.
1: (laughs) I said, well, no one
4: wants to come to this bar anyways. You know what? I think... You know what? I got thrown out.
2: (laughs) Well, wait, wait. 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 I think I I may have heard this story from the other side.
1: too. It wasn't
4: my proudest moment. Jailster
1: says, "Um, are you sure they threw you out? They didn't ask you politely to leave.
4: (laughs) Yes, they threw me out. Oh,
1: I'm so sorry. Are you calling me a liar? I didn't mean to... I didn't mean anything by it, Lord. Lord. Um. Mm -hmm. Rosnar. Lord Rosnar, I... Sometimes I see your family walked around with their armed guards. I know you have at least 70 men in your envoy. I
4: Well, sometimes I don't tell my men where I'm going. Oh. (laughs) I can understand that. Sometimes (laughs) it's
1: nice to go a little bit under the radar. (laughs) Okay, I kind of have to ask. When you say thrown out,
2: do you mean actually thrown out?
4: <laughs> yes, they picked me up and threw me out.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I, I, I've heard the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did
6: you want to? Did
2: you, you want to go back?
4: Well, if this guy's gonna pay me ten times, I don't mind.
3: You're a brave little gnome. No, a you know, hundred
1: <laughs> dragons is like some nice spending money. Like a shopping, yeah, I need a new a coat. Shopping trip for you. <laughs>
3: Um, Yeah, you're a brave little gnome for a couple extra coins, like, poke him in the forehead with my tail. So, (laughs) wow. (laughs)
0: Fascinating. Um,
1: Yato, do an uh, history check. Fifteen. Okay. um, You have... You know about the Water Davian noble families you've grown here your whole life, like you know about House Amcartha, House Magister, House Philod, and House Do um, You know particularly about House Rosnar because they were once, they're kind of like a, a little bit more infamous of the, the noble houses because they were once banished from Waterdeep for smuggling, slavery, and other crimes and um the house has recently returned like in the past like a hundred years and they're trying to overcome this like dark past and like disgraceful reputation by trying to do legitimate business ventures such as winemaking and gem trading so you know you know you've heard about this family like you know about this family you've lived in water deep there have still and have a tons of and, um, yeah you there's have. tons of money and influence especially with house rosner but you know that like they are Eager to seem like they're legitimate business, into legitimate businesses now, um, and they're a t- traditionally, hu- all all the noble families are traditionally human, and. Um, I'm kind of confused. He's he's not human. He's very little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That was that. Um, oh, your song ends. Uh, Volo pulls out another like dusty coin, but then he just, like, puts it back in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, th- three strings, um, you see that three strings, you know, you're trying to see where the music is coming from, now someone else is playing, it's not three strings in the corner, but three strings is now, like, sitting kind of closer to where, um, um, Maloon and you guys are talking. He's kind of sitting nearby now. Volos? Uh, not volo, uh, three strings. Oh, uh, three strings. Um, And you guys are still just talking about like the general state of affairs in Waterdeep and Maloon says, well I've got business to attend to tonight, but if you guys are getting into some trouble uh, Let me know
5: As always, thank you Maloon.
1: Of course. Be safe out there my friends and my new friends as well And Maloon kind of picks up his stuff he finishes the last few gulps of his beer, puts it down, and starts heading out of the tavern. It's, uh, when he opens the door, you know, there are windows, but you can see that it's probably like the sun is starting to set. Um, and it's probably like, you know, uh, yeah, it's around, it's around dusk. How do you know that guy? He's,
5: I've come to him for business from time to time.
0: What kind of business?
5: I am in the business of protecting the weak and the and those that cannot protect themselves when they need protecting people seek me out.
0: It's a uh, it's very intriguing. I say as I continue drinking my <laughs> beer and say nothing else.
1: They continue to stare at each other. <laughs> um Vo- Volo is sitting around. Uh, he's he's still not drinking, and he's starting to write. A, he wrote like a little bit about the story that you told, him, and just like continue to write about it and ask you a few more. It's like, how many men? What did they look like? Is that so cute? They were just human. Um, human. It was about. I think it was five. Five humans. So ten humans. <laughs> ten, and they were very strong men. <laughs> wow. No, it was ten humans. It was, it was five humans. Yes. And he, <laughs> he keeps writing a story. <laughs> <in it. laughs> okay. Just very confused. <laughs> um, Alright. Alright.
4: I put my little gnome hands on my new friends. <laughs> and I say, let's get out of here. Yes. Yeah, this... Let's go to this skewered dragon.
2: Yeah, the facts are all wrong. We need yeah. to move on. This seems fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we head towards the door.
1: Yeah. Yep, I apologize. this. Shaping well. up to be a fun night. So <laughs> <And laughs> <it's laughs> walking behind you guys. As soon as we like kind of walk out the door, I'm like, by the way, he he doesn't seem like he has a lot of money.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I do think we should help him. He seems desperate, but I don't know. Did you notice he did not get you the nicest of drinks?
4: Yeah, what? it did taste kind of. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Mine tasted awesome.
1: <laughs> okay, so you four are heading out the door. Uh, what are the two of you doing? Still staring, apparently. Yeah, you <laughs> at the other. Um, I don't know if you see like her lip quiver or just stone face. Yeah, Star- no, yeah. I'm not quivering at all. Not at all. <laughs> and you are staring right back we're, at her. We're both. Fairly determined okay. um, at this staring contest. Each of you roll a d20. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus.
2: I think on the way out, I stop, and I look at them, because I want to see how this ends. Okay. You, you You're <laughs> at this? Any
1: yeah. modifiers? Or no, one? would you roll? 18. Okay. Four. Um, you blink first, and, like, your eyes are watering. Like <laughs> <there> You, <go. laughs> you do blink, and, like, a few tears start running down your cheek, and she is... Unwavering, You open your eyes back in. She's like a little bit closer to you, still staring. Like, <laughs> Then I
5: sort of like... laugh a little under my breath. Chuckle, if you will. And I say, my friend, is there something that... that you... is there something that we could do that would maybe benefit each other?
0: Well. I'm a wandering tiefling for hire. Seems like our interests might be on the same
1: page. Volo overhears you saying that you're for hire. <laughs> <laughs> I can I do a
0: perception check to yeah. notice if he yeah. starts like walking he's over. Like, oh yeah, he okay.
1: he's just heard you say that. Okay, uh, that's a 19. Okay, cool. Um, you notice he says, "Oh, adventurer for hire! Please, go help my f- those friends I just paid to go help my." Find my friend Floon, would you? Well, I'm... Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. He, like, kind of, shuffles himself over, he puts his hat back on, he dusts himself off, he walks over, he says, Ha, ah, let me introduce myself. My name is Vol-Vol- Volothap Vol-Vol-Vol. Gederum, chronicler, Wizard, and Celebrity. At your service. And he does a bow again. As he's, <laughs> as
0: he's doing this, I'm just drinking my beer and just still staring at Hang. Just... Oh! And he
1: kind of is taking it back. Wow! What are you?
5: What kind of question is that? He goes back <laughs> to his other
1: table and he grabs his book and says, Well, I'm a traveler and I'm a chronicler and, that I'm that I'm that that that's and that's I... Yeah, you, know, you may have heard of me. At them. I've never quite seen a creature and <clears throat> a person like yourself. You... I'm a werewolf. A I'm what? a
5: druid. I'm a human. Is there any further need of information from me? Um,
1: Yes, There's a werewolf here
5: in Waterdeep. I have made it well known that I'm a werewolf. Many know this. This is a well known
1: fact around here. Oh my lord!
0: Volo, Volo I, I looks
1: around. And he says, a "Werewolf." <laughs> I, I don't know you very well, but he starts writing down furiously, like werewolf. I, I think it's pretty damn obvious that. <laughs> She's a werewolf.
6: She does look like a wolf,
1: I would say. So how often do you change? Do you stay in this form forever? I'm just trying to take some notes. Werewolf... Did you say you were... And a druid?
5: ...looking for people to hire? Yes, 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 yes. But let me... Hold on.
1: Um, he pulls out his... follows guide to monsters. He, like, goes back to the other table and he comes back and he says, Oh. Um, and he starts, like, jib- like crossing through some notes on in his book and he's looking through and he's just writing down says, okay, so how often do so you stay in this form? This is the form I prefer. Wow, fascinating. Wolf girl. Okay. And you've
5: always been this way? Were you born this way? I was not born this way. In fact, if you know anything about werewolves, okay. we are not born this way.
1: Wow, fascinating. I'm learning all about werewolves right now. Stay tuned to Volo's Guide of beasts and wolves.
5: Happy to be of use for you. Oh, please, come back.
1: I will certainly pay you for your time. Oh, but, sorry, where are my manners? Um, Floon, my friend, has gone missing.
5: So we overheard.
1: Did you? Well, I'll pay you ten dragons apiece, and ten times that if you can help get Floon back.
5: How do we know you are good for the money?
1: Oh, uh, well, I'm... You know, I'm getting my royalties from Volo's Guide to Monsters. Hey, it's a very well-selling book. You can go to any bookstore in town, in the library, even.
5: So you, you do not have this money right now?
1: Ah, uh, I'm currently awaiting the royalties. They'll be here soon, and the book is selling very well. It is very well known. I also have um, my Waterdeep Enchiridion, if you'd like you know, to buy a guide to the city.
5: I look at Shannon and I say... It's also in
1: most newsstands and bookstores as well.
5: Are you interested in being hired by this man?
0: Only if you can, only if you can deliver the coin.
1: Well, here's... Uh, here's ten, ten dragons to start. And he puts down um, two other bags of coin on the table. I open W-w- the bag, and... What's inside? There's... Um, hold on as I unroll the contents of the bag. There's only two dragons in there.
0: <laughs> and <he> says, <clears throat> I open the bag and I just drop the two dragon coins. They
1: both go clink clink onto the table and he says, oh, I'm so sorry, wrong bag. And he pulls out another bag and says, I'll take those two and he, Shuffles them back into his, like, pulls out his shirt and puts them back on his shirt and puts them in his pocket and he says, This bag! And he drops another one I down. take that bag and open
0: the container and
1: dump it on the table. Uh, there are ten dragons in okay. this container. And there's I start g- counting each one and make sure it's ten because there, my math is very poor. Yeah. <laughs> you take your time, you take twenty, and you can count that there are ten.
5: I, seeing that he got almost got chipped, I open my bag to make sure there are ten dragons in there.
1: So with your claws, you just like yes. daintily <laughs> look inside the bag, and yeah, you, you shake it around a little bit, you hear the jingling, you can kind of count in there. Um, yeah, there are ten dragons in that bag.
5: Alright, could I close it up and put it in my pocket?
1: Cool. You have my services. Oh, thank you. Please, what is your name?
5: You can call me Hang.
1: Okay, Hang. And you? shenon Xenon. Please, my friend Floon, he's got red hair, and um, he's a handsome man, and he's... I mean, 30s, early 30s, and he was last seen in the skewer dragon in the dock ward. Those friends out there, uh, you? Yeah. Would you? Th- these are your new friends now. They'll help you as well. I'm paying them too.
2: Yeah, I heard the whole thing.
1: Okay. Thanks.
4: I turn to, Aunt and I say, where is he getting all this money?
2: That's what I want to find out. <laughs> yeah. I get up I and import this ride.
5: <laughs> I get up and walk over to this man over here, and I say, my name is Hang. I hear you have been hired by Volo as well. Yeah. Have you all been hired by Volo? Yes. Yes. Yep. That is correct. Apparently. Yeah. My name is Hang. I believe I can be of service if it turns out that Floon has been taken into nature, or if nature has been involved somehow.
3: Do you drink Hang? Uh,
5: if the time permits. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah, (laughs)
0: You figure I have a good time?
5: Well, people call me Ent. Hello, Ent.
0: <clears throat> I get up from the table, I leave Volo by himself as he's still doing whatever, and I, I join, like I join the crew. He's like
1: his book yeah. as he walks away and he says, Please come, come I'll, be, I'll be here. I'll, I'll, please, let me know if you find Floon.
0: Will do. Hi everyone, I'm Shinon.
1: Ah,
4: Shinon. I know you. playing
0: You, uh, got knocked out a little bit back in that fight. Uh,
4: it happens. It's
0: okay. I completely missed my arrow, so it's all good.
4: <laughs> it was the wine. It was the wine. The
0: wine was pretty damn good. You
4: guys hear that? It's yeah. a good one?
2: Okay, well, I have, have some of that wine at some point. My name's Thorne, by the way. Howdy. <laughs> I
0: think... Yeah, I hit my arrow. I uh as I, as I notice Yato, my tail starts to swing a little bit for the discovery of seeing another tiefling. I'm Shino. I'm Yato.
3: I don't recognize your accent. Are you from the city? I'm not. I just wander around. Makes sense. I just
1: kind of pick this accent up. I like it. A Thank random uh, person walks by the street and says, Howdy. <laughs> and he keeps walking down the street. <laughs> Apparently I've been
0: here for too long. I've picked up the accent here. <laughs> or you spread it. Or I've <laughs> spread it. I have no idea.
3: You're a transgender. Do you drink? That I do.
1: Perfect. <laughs> cool. So what do, you, what do you guys do? You guys are all hanging out outside of um, the Yawning Portal. Uh, you and Yato, um, know the way to the, the skew, skewer dragon, right? Yeah, the dragon, yeah. You guys are over here, um, for those of you listening, I'm pointing at a big map of Waterdeep that we have on the wall, and you guys are over here at the bottom of the castle ward. Um, and you know it's pretty much like a straight shot down Snail Street. Um, you can cut through Blackstar Lane and come down Gut Alley and around here is where you know the skewered dragon is as we start walking that way i'm gonna start putting music or coins in to play music and kind of like look around and sort of like be a traveling entertainer and see if anybody wants to like give me a tip or something as we sure as we go do you have like a a hat or like a bag or something that you have i do have tip? a hat so i'll take that off and kind of like hold it out <laughs> as, as people see me i'll like tip the hat to them and see if they'll give me anything. Okay, um, you walk past a few people and two of them tip you and they each give you, um, one of them gives you six copper and the other one gives you one copper. Awesome. So, pretty good. This is great. So a total of seven coppers you gain and people are like, oh wow, it's end. I've heard about him. Yeah, (laughs) I definitely, I catch everyone's eye as I'm walking. For sure. Very interesting. (laughs) um so you guys are walking down uh, snail street kind of a straight shot down to the dock ward um 30 like food stands along the way um yeah so the as you're coming down to the end of the castle ward you see that there's this like fried dough ball stand with um like sausage meat inside and someone is there like flipping the dough balls with like um two forks' Oops. Just just flipping a bunch of them. They're frying, they smell really good, and they're, like, covering them in some sort of sauce.
3: Oh, these are my favorite.
1: Yeah, so... Does anybody else want a snack? What are they? What are they? <laughs> <laughs> they're called... Um, uh, the first thing that came to mind was deep balls. <laughs> like was water- you are about to say that. They're water deep balls. <laughs> <laughs> they're water deep fried balls. They're doc- can we just call them dakoyaki?
4: <laughs>
1: it's, the, it's like in okay. the dock ward, so they're called dakoyaki. Yep. Um, and yaki is from your home. Ancestor's homeland <laughs> <It> means fried. <laughs> I don't
3: know anything about my
1: ancestors, but yeah. But you know that. <laughs> doc Yuki. Okay, so you-you buy some. It's, um, one silver, so it's actually kind of expensive for-for what it is, but they're fresh, and you know this is the best stand in the area. Like, for sure.
3: I break one of my, like, new dragon coins.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, you exchange the dragon coin, you get back, um... Some amount of coins back that amounts to one less than <laughs> a dragon. As a, hun- a dragon is 100 nibs, you get like um, nine silver coins back. So you have nine shards instead of that one, one of your ten dragons from earlier. So he's eating his snack. He kind it to s- anybody. It comes Everybody to with six and they're actually kind of big they're like kind of like pretty pretty big balls so there's six in total there are six of you don't laugh at big balls Um, yeah and and is still playing his music just drawing a crowd towards the stand yeah and he's actually food guys actually like yeah please like (laughs) he he gives you one for free just one one ball and um, I eat it. Yeah. yeah, it tastes great. It's uh, really hot inside. It doesn't burn your metal or wooden tongue. Um, but it do you taste? No. <laughs> but it was great. It was very very warming. It. it was yeah. You feel do you feel heat and stuff like? Yeah, I can feel. It. Okay, you feel it was warm. It was like super warm inside. It doesn't uh, hurt or taste, but it, it felt nice and warm. And there are people now kind of gathering around ends and like oh. Like, it's still kind of, you know, dusk, it's not super dark out, and some people are still busting around. Coming from the dock ward, and the, usually, you know, you can turn from the dock ward into the trade ward, so the people that were here doing trade from the day are either going home to the dock ward, or going up back to the castle ward, so there's a lot of foot traffic here on Snail Street. So a lot of people are stopping by the stand and listening to Ent for a bit. Nobody wants one? I'll tell you one.
4: Okay, let's go. Yeah. I'm yeah. watching my figure.
3: <laughs> so, have either of you guys been to the Dock Ward before? You're new here. Mm-hmm. You I have been there. to
4: the Dock
5: Ward. Before. Oh, alright. <laughs> it is unnatural to eat fried food. Nothing.
4: I've got a snicker.
1: <laughs> the rest of us already ate the rest of it anyway. Yeah, you guys ate the rest. It was very tasty. The sausage was a little spicy. Um, the dough was immaculately fried. Um, you, it was your first time eating them. You mm-hmm. kind of burned your tongue a little bit, but it still tasted really good. Um, the sauce was kind of sweet, um, but overall very tasty, fried dough ball with sausage. And um, there are these little like flakes on top that kind of swayed in the wind. Um, they're delicious. You're not quite sure what they are. How peculiar. Yeah. You presume it's magic. <laughs> wow Detect magic There's <laughs> magic in You guys, uh, what, what else are you doing? Continue along, are you still eating some snacks? Yeah Walking, keep way. Way. going <laughs> Music playing up here
2: Yeah I usually travel more low-key, but this is
6: This
2: ain't bad Well, it was originally my purpose To draw attention and earn some <laughs> extra money So yeah, That's kind of different, I usually try and avoid the whole <laughs> it's, no, I think she- it's, it's kind of my whole deal. So. Yeah,
3: this, this is new. is
1: isn't. Yeah, but
3: this is fun.
2: Go with it.
1: It's
3: always
2: fun to
1: see people, <laughs> and just meet strangers on the street.
3: Except for that one time we got really drunk in the docks.
1: Yeah, that one time. That one time. <laughs> that, <Yeah>. one time. <laughs> that one time. Just once. We don't <laughs> talk about that one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All of them do it, never mind, <laughs> I'll get the offline. As, um, so you guys are walking, as you turn a corner, like, from Snail Street, um, you find yourselves on a street that's been cor- um, con- like cornered off by the City Watch. You guys are walking, here's some streets here. Actually, all your minis are here, right? Let me move clear this table a bit. Um, and it's a giant mini. Wow, oh, lovely. Guys are all there. So you guys are walking down the street, and you see a uh, party that's been cornered off by the city watch. And lying on the cobblestones are um, a half dozen corpses, seemingly the victim of some terrible skirmish. Um, the watch officers have disarmed and arrested three blood-drenched humans that are in the midst of, and uh, they're in the midst of questioning the witnesses. One of the officers sees you and says, "Get on," she says. "Nothing to see here."
4: I push my way to the front.
1: Um, the guard's about to, like, stop you, and then she's uh, about to put her hands on you and then, like, backs off and says, oh, my lord, uh, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be in this, What? I don't presume to tell you where you should go, but, uh, what, what are you trying to do here? This is a dangerous place.
4: What happened here?
1: Oh, um, my, my lady, it's, er, uh, my lord, uh, it's, it's nothing you should be, should be worried about. I'm gonna um, peer over. Do any of them look like flu? Um, do a perception check. Ooh. um, eleven. Uh, or n- sorry, eight. <laughs> no, none of them um, look like Floon. Um but you can tell. There's like a dozen as you're proceeding around. There's a dozen city watch guards that are there, so a good amount of people. Mm. Um, and there's like three, you know, bandit-y looking people that are. Um, being like tied up, right? And um, they—they're like, um, some of them have—they're um, wearing like black cloaks, basically. So kind of nondescript. Do I have any insight into them? Um, yeah. No, roll can I recognize Roll a check. Uh, just roll a perception check. Okay. Oh, perception. I'm checking too. Uh Eleven. Yeah, so you recognize, like, um, you can see that one of them has a pin on their person, and you can recognize it pretty immediately as um, the symbol of the Zentrum. And you can see that some of the people that are dead on the ground have some eye-shaped tattoos. The three that are being arrested, uh, you notice, are probably 3 Zenterim Zentarim-like, uh, gang members. Um, yeah, the, the city, with, the city yeah, watch guard... the same stuff that was going on in the... Yeah. Did uh, you tell the party, which, which yeah. you know?
2: So yeah, these are the same two gangs that were riding in the bar.
3: Yeah, happens a little bit.
4: I look back at the garden and I say, my family pumps a lot of money into this town, so it is my business to know what's y- going on here.
1: Y- yes, yes, of course, of course, my lord. Um, I, this is just another one of the skirmish here between the Zentrum and Xanthar. you know, they've been at odds with each other for a bit. Mm. Uh, fortunately, all of this violence happens here in our fair city. Uh, the music from Ent is still playing like quite loudly, and she's like starting to have to talk over and like, um, yeah, there's a lot of violence in the Dock's wood lately, and uh, the music just keeps getting louder, and, and, and Ent approaches to proceed over the dock to see like the dead bodies. Just like, There's like, some uh, children running up behind. Friends, can you hold? Hold! And she goes to Ent and says, hold, can you just... Just back up a bit, a little loud. Can you turn that down, please? Oh, well, I can't just turn it down, but I'll, I guess I could take a step back. Please, can you back up? Everyone back up, Lord. You, you Okay, you know. just
4: don't yell at my friends like that. Sorry,
1: I... Take I a moment. I don't mean to... to <laughs> this is Ant. Yes, your friend Ant. I oh,
4: appreciate this music he plays. <laughs> yes,
1: it is quite nice. With, um, Give
4: him a coin. Uh,
1: my Lord, I'm afraid I can't do that. Um... I will,
4: what uh, can your, your family, you do, then?
1: Uh, I can ask you to please move along. Um, I don't want to get any robes involved in this. Uh, even you, my lord, are not the most... You are... I yes, a lot yes. of here, but... Okay, okay. I can get the robes involved, and I don't want any trouble for all of us.
4: I don't want any trouble at all.
1: Um, you know that when he says the robes, he's referencing um, a magister, who uh, are always about town, and magisters. Especially, Yato, you know about magisters who just live in town, and, like, they, they are usually called uh, just robes. They wear black robes, and they're pretty much judge, jury, and executioner. Like, they can pass sentences without any due course, basically. Oh my God. Water
4: deep. <laughs> <laughs> this is not progressive. <laughs> it was.
1: Um. So, okay, meanwhile, so, it was a little, was a little threatening, but not like, yeah, yeah. like, I don't want to get any robes involved. Um, okay, I
4: quickly just, like... Examine the bodies on the ground.
1: So you, to see if I can loot. Just. <laughs> 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 I'm okay. just curious. Do, um, do a do preceptor- might
4: be noble, but I'm still cheap.
1: Do you do a perception check. Nineteen. Yeah, you see that one of them has like a pouch that's still like one of the dead ones with the eyeball tattoo on his like right arm. He has a pouch that's just like been untouched on the left side of his person on the ground.
4: So I bend down and act like I'm tying my boot back up. Okay. But I grab the pouch.
1: Do a, a slide, slide of hand yeah. check. Uh, 14. Yeah, you take it, and the guards don't notice. Okay. Do I notice? <laughs> um, no, you've backed up a little bit. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and never, and Do the, I never? Other, the other guards are... No,
4: No, you guys don't notice.
1: He's he's the only one up there because the guards didn't lay hands on them. But the other guards are like pushing y'all back. Like, get back, get back out of yeah. here. They're trying. Yeah, they, they don't push you as yeah. much
2: as they just yeah. ask you to back up. Yeah, I've been kind of just backing up all my <laughs> Yeah, if you guys were pushing
1: up. That's pretty much. I don't think I was ever
2: close enough to even get pushed back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's not ruin the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So the three dudes that are, like, being tied up, they, like, stare coldly at you guys. And they stare... They give you a, a little bit of a look as you're over there in the front. And they're just looking at you, just, like, stare at you. Do I know any of them from bounty hunting? No. Um, the, none of them look super familiar. You can hear the guards question and and said, Which one do you work for? And all three of them are, like... Um like, not talking at all, and they say, Alright, we're gonna need some ropes here to talk to you guys. You know, you're gonna get charged with murder. Um, one of the guards that was talking to the lord, um, notices your presence in the back there, and says, Oi! You! The hairy one! You from around here?
5: I'm not from around here.
1: You living in town?
5: No, I do not live in town.
1: Hmm. You visiting? Yes. Well, don't overstay. You're welcome. Let I'm me uh, be
5: happy to not overstay my welcome.
1: Let me remind you of something while you're here. And she pulls out something from under her cloak and says, "These, this is the code legal. Follow these rules, and you won't have any problem during your stay." And she hands this to you.
5: Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the paper. I am aware of these laws. I, I abide re- by them every time I'm in town.
1: I would review them carefully. So now, Bob, Lord, please, I have utmost respect for you and your family, but keep keep your friends in check, and we won't have any problems. Please be safe over in the dock ward, and I can fetch your agents if need be.
4: That won't be necessary right now, but thank you.
1: Thank you. Um, please, if you have any trouble... Um, my name is Carrie Tallstag.
4: Carrie Tallstag?
1: Carrie Tallstag.
4: All right, Carrie. I throw my pouch in my pocket. I didn't even check what was in it.
1: Cool. Love it. <laughs> um, for those of you listening at home, I have handed Hang a physical copy of the Code Legal, which are the laws of Waterdeep. It is a very large paper. <laughs> um, let me see that real quick. Let me give you a quick a quick insight here. Some of the things that are on the code legal. Um, Your punishment for a crime can include one of the more following based on the nature of the crime, who or what the crime is committed against, and the criminal record of the convicted. So you can either get um, death, exile, flogging, hard labor, imprisonment in the dungeons of Castle Water Diva, fine, damages, or edict. Um, for crimes against lords, officials and nobles, crimes against the city crimes against the gods, and crimes against the citizens um, just a, you guys know in general for like the government of Waterdeep that um, no, you know like our lord Leo here is a noble, not necessarily a lord the lords in this instance on crimes against the lords refers to the lords of Waterdeep, which includes the open lord of water, Waterdeep Laryl Silverhand um, and the mass lords of Waterdeep are the rest of the governing party, and are all secret lords and, like, secret rulers that don't know even, you know, they don't know their uh, um, identity of the other rulers, right? So only there's only one open lord who is the, like, head of everyone, and then these mass lords whose identities are secret even to themselves, or amongst themselves. So that's who, you know, one of the major crimes here is, like, Assaulting or impersonating a lord is immediate death.
5: Well, uh, didn't someone do that in the bar? Um. But it was like a troll, so it didn't <laughs>
1: <matter>. <laughs> I think it died, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. To be fair. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, you can hold on to the code legal <laughs> there. Uh, um. Yeah, Carrie again says, Please review that carefully and mind your manners here in Waterdeep. Um.
3: As you wait. Don't you need, like, papers? Like, residency papers or something? Like um,
1: if you live in Waterdeep, yes. You do need residency papers, and you also pay a tax every end of the month. How much is the tax? The tax is one um, copper.
5: Oh. I do not plan on staying here for longer than 10 days, so I have not registered, in case you were wondering. Cool.
1: Okay. Um, you know, you guys are. Although
5: walk- now that I think about it, it seems like we'll be here a while, so maybe <laughs> I should register. Yeah.
1: We'll How see. long have you been it's here
3: like- already?
5: Uh, I've been here maybe a couple days, two or three days.
1: Um, you guys are walking a little further down the dock ward. Um, yep. Yato and um, Sorn. Sorn are leading the way. Um, tall, densely packed mm-hmm. tenements leave most of the neighborhood in shadow at ground level. Most of the street lamps have had their glass smashed and their candles stolen, and the smells of salt, air, and excrement linger as you pass by rows of run-down buildings.
5: Take a deep breath and smell the air. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um you
1: wind guys, down my music. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are still... Yeah, the, the music winds down, and I... Stop putting coins in. Yeah, stop playing coins in, which means... I think I pulled my hood up, too. Yep. Good. It's just a... it's a reflex. We need to a certain clock. So you guys are on the corner of Zastro Street and Fillet, Fillet Lane, and you guys see, like, a peculiar window display. There's, like, one shop nearby that stands out from all the others. It has a deep purple facade, and in its window hangs a stuffed beholder. Um, you guys know a beholder is like eyeball Wait. monster with like tentacles. So like a real one that's been that's, like a taxidermist. No, no, it's a like a stuffed toy. Okay. Oh, I see. Um, above the door hangs a sign whose elaborate letters spell out "Old Zoblob Shop." Old Zoblob Shop. Mm-hmm. Do I know what Old yeah. Do either of us know what's
6: in there?
1: <laughs> you guys have already. never really noticed it before until today. I'm gonna point it out. Look at that. That's pretty interesting.
4: I do yeah, not recommend we go in there. Weird. <laughs> well, that's creepy.
2: Do I recognize Zoblob at all? That that word, that name.
1: So you you may have heard of Old Zoblob's Shop, maybe, but it's nothing that you know. Okay. Like you're not familiar with it. And you've passed through these streets, and this is the first time it's like purple, like air has caught your attention. Mm. Yeah, that's super weird. I haven't seen that
2: before. Yeah. That's... How many drinks do we have tonight? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd <like> to...
3: um, <laughs> neighborhood's changing everyday. <laughs> so, and
1: you... I bet it's a coffee shop. Um, <laughs> you do that. Feel yourself For kind over. of drawn to old Zolob's shop. Something about it is kind of like calling to you specifically. It's the stuffed beholder. That could be the stuffed beholder. I want to probably. see how much it costs, so I want to go in. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Please be my guest. Let's stop and check this out real
5: quick, and then we'll continue on to the tavern. I don't know. I do not recommend we go in.
0: Do you I like that, uh, that That stuffed animal there? I, I don't know what your name is. Oh, I'm, I'm Ent. Ent? Ent. Short for Entertainment Unit 003. That's great. Uh. It is there, there are better stuffed animals than that thing. That thing is creepy as hell. Oh, really? Where? I'm
5: in alignment with Shannon. Yeah. I think it looks fine. fun. Fun? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> mm. There's not a lot of toys around here.
4: <laughs> is that a toy? You can. I something <laughs> is like
1: still. Like, you. there's some sort of presence that is kind of just. Bringing you into the shop, like you can, you, f- you're not like physically compelled to go in, but like you feel something in there that is very intriguing to you. Been- well, I've seen a lot of stuffed animals and toys and things around town, and this really is once in a lifetime. I've never seen something like this before. Usually, you see the same few things over and over again.
5: Can I do a perception check to see if uh, Ant would fit through the door? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thirteen.
1: You think he might have to duck? Yeah. <laughs> no. But he can fit in there. All
2: right. Um. Can so do a check on this aura? Is that anything I'm or is that something I would even uh, know about? The door is
1: closed. It just seems like there's, um, just like it's purple colors that like. Is it like visibly purple? Yeah. Wow, that's neat. It, the whole <laughs> shop <laughs> seems to be kind of like you can see the stuff with the holder in there. You can kind of see more. T- things inside but the whole thing seems to be like illuminated in some sort of purple light you guys sure you don't want to go check this out the the old Zolop shop sign kind of like creaks in the wind a little bit
3: i'm kind of curious but i'm also thirsty
1: <laughs> well how much further away is the tavern it's pretty close by we can definitely grab a drink and come on back all right yeah, I don't think I want to stop here. As you try to walk away, something in that shop is really calling towards <laughs> you. And you can tell that it's not actually the beholder, like stuffed animal. As much as you like it, there's something further on in the shop that's like, like, is kind of in tune with you. Help! Oh, come on. Let's go get a drink.
3: And I I, 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 like hop up on his shoulders and like (laughs) turn him like towards the bar.
1: (laughs) I've already agreed, so I'm not gonna like say anything.
3: I'm just like riding around on your shoulders, (laughs) like
1: a big kid. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I guess they'll they'll push me in that direction, so I'll go that way. They push you away. Um, and you guys are now walking back towards the path towards the Skewer Dragon. Um, The Skewer Dragon faces an alley um, between Net Street and Filet Lane. Um, It's like not far from the old Dolph's shop, it's like right down the street. Um, And we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Our party approaches the skewered dragon. I got from Coke, I was stuck in my teeth, hold on. <laughs> We'd like to
4: thank Girl Scouts of America.
1: <laughs> Girl Scout cookies, delicious. Except for Thin Mints, but uh, they're gross. What? I think that's like the opposite, right? <laughs> Everybody loves Thin Mints. Oh, I hate Thin Mints. Yeah, it's the most loved cookie. I don't know why. It's, why would you want to brush your teeth when you... Anyway. <laughs> later. Um, you're going to eat a Thin Mint in game, and you're going to objectively think it's gross. Because <laughs> I am the god of this world. <laughs> All the water beef thinks Thin Mint and chocolate is bad. <laughs> okay. What
3: about the poor people? I bet I like it. Sure. Yeah, I agree.
1: Three, two, one. And we're back. Our party approaches... The Skewer Dragon. And the Skewer Dragon looks like a ruin. Both of its front facing windows are smashed, and a ship's anchor is lodged in the roof. Through the windows, you can see a group of haggard patrons drinking from huge tankards. What do you guys do?
3: Oh, you're gonna like the wine in here. <laughs>
1: And this is the way it normally looks, right? It's not, yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is just how normal it normally looks. It normally has smashed windows yeah, yeah. and an anchor that is just yeah. in the roof. I'm going to walk up to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I I yeah. So you will We're open the door. Off, yeah. Ent is the first person to walk oh, I'm in. I'm still on his yeah. shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, just...
3: I, like, flipped off right before he ducked yeah, under to the just, door. Backflip, boop, Land on your feet. <laughs> yeah, and
1: Ent ducks down. Under the door, walks in and walk up to the bar. I think Hello. I try.
2: I think I try to slip in a little, slightly unnoticed while
1: he walks in. Okay, I'm definitely drawing attention. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of slide him in. So, and walks into the bar. <laughs> We're looking for a fellow named Floon. Um, have you heard of him. There's like no music playing in this <laughs> bar, and um, everyone like kind of just stays hunched over still. Um, one of them kind of looks back and goes back to his drink and there's just like these um just one group of these patrons who are just still drinking from their tankards is there, anyone, is there anyone in here particularly that I recognize or know um you know the um the bartender um you have met before um his name is um Blath Lackman. Mm-hmm. The bartender's name is Blath Blackman. Blath Blackman. Okay. Um. That's a name. Jeez. Yeah. He said uh, he sees you and says, "What can I do you for?"
3: Um, I like slide yeah. around in front of Ant and like slap a coin inside and let like, go up to the bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> inside of me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some nice cheery music starts playing. (laughs) So, um, this quiet bar that's just, like, this music just starts (laughs) blaring out of end, and the patrons definitely, like, all look up, kind of, like, they're shocked. They don't look quite happy about it. They're like, you've ruined their vibe, their sulk vibe, and they're looking at you and just like, what is that? And this music is starting to completely flare through the halls of this tavern. <laughs> I just—I look at you and I'm like, oh, thank you.
3: <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I am already like way way at the bar. <laughs> you're like on the other end of
0: the bar. It's like, could I
1: get some ale? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't know the guy. Um, you're definitely drawing a lot of attention. The music yeah. is pretty loud. I can't stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You're> just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Laugh is just looks at you and says, What is that ruckus? Oh well this is one of my performances. That fellow just helped pay for it. Uh <laughs> I've got my head up Do <laughs> <laughs> Not- you like the bartender peers over at you and is just like, oh, uh, what, what what can I do you for? Can you turn it Turn it off? Well it'll end after a few minutes it- I didn't see which coin he put in, but place for at least the, the amount it's worth. Will you roll a, a d20 for me? Just a charisma check. Uh, 18 plus plus um, 4. Okay, 22. Um, he, he looks at you, he kind of glares at you and is like... It's kind of nice. What's this song called? Oh, you know, I never actually thought to name any of my songs. Well. I like it. You can call it the Skewer Dragon. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, I like this fella. Well, what can I do you for? You got the rest of Where the... You, you walked in, you yeah. need a drink? Yep. Alright. We're looking for a man. Have you met, or ever heard of Flume? Uh, can't say I know the name. He's a red-haired, long, beautiful man. Be- beautiful man? <laughs> this is what I've heard. <laughs> well, usually the fellows around here, well, you can see them ugly motherfuckers sitting down there. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't think so. Well, they're usually dock workers and, you know, they don't really like talking to people and they're kind of ugly. So, uh, not really, you know, beautiful people don't come to these parts. Well, do any of them gamble? Uh, yeah, certainly. Got nothing else to do around here. Do you remember Volo? Uh,
2: uh, what's his face? Guy with the books in here a couple nights ago. Ah. Uh,
1: yeah, I think I. Yeah, what, what was what was his friend? What what did he look like? Do You remember? Volo Bolo had Volo had the, the, the last last one. one the, the Yeah,
2: yeah, Volo's yeah, yeah, Bolo, Volo's. He's got a mustache he talks I remember
1: about. him. He tried and to sell me a copy like of his book.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, his friend. That's Floon? The friend? Yeah, the friend. Well, uh, yeah, I remember. He, you know, what about the third friend? What about him? You remember his... What's he looked like? I think I... You know his name? No, I don't think I remembered remember him. Really. I the third. What was, do you remember what this third friend looked like? Oh. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can hear one of the patrons sitting down and says, Ah, trip off the old block, that one. And uh, you hear the referencing the third person that you guys are talking about. Did you you put in, what kind of coin did you put in? <laughs> How long do you want this to go? <laughs> uh, that's
3: one of my, like, changed silvers from the A silver? stand.
1: A silver is at least two songs. <laughs> 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 okay. Um... You, the, the bartender, he looks and says, Ah, oh, this is a, sounds a little different, this one. <laughs> oh. Wait, and, but he looks down at the page there and says, Chip off the old block. Who are you talking about down there, cuz? And he looks at uh, the guy down there he says, Doesn't do anything. And he's like, evor down there. Y-
4: what y- you y- talking y- about?
1: evor <laughs> What is he name? name says, um, the patron looks back and says, That was Rainier. Rainier, never remembered. You know, the son, the son of the old, the other open lore, oh yeah, I know him. Um, Leo, do a we'll history see. check. Uh, he said it was Rainier, Never, Ember. Rainier, Never, Ember. Ever. Um, Leo, do a history check, and um, um, Yato, do a history check. Two. Cool. You, you don't care that much about history. 23. 23. You know immediately who Rainer never, Neverember is. You know him. You've met him, like, before. Um, he's the son of the previous open lord of Waterdeep, um, who was never Neverember, who is currently the lord of um, Neverwinter. So... Um, This is the son of the Lord of Neverwinter that they're referencing, who used to be the Open Lord of Waterdeep. Um. uh, One of the other patrons who's sitting around the the crowded table just says, "Just another spoiled rich noble likes to rub our fucking noses in it," and then he kind of like jeers towards you as you're sitting, you know, in your nice robes, like as you approach the bar.
4: And I do this,
1: and he just kind of goes, "Ah, ah." Did no. you gamble with him? Uh, are you talking to the bartender? I uh, know, the, the sneering guy. Uh, so you turn around and go talk to the sneering guy. He's like, ah, I want to hear anything from you, boy. you get well, yeah, I, I just want to know if you want. <laughs> Do another uh, persuasion check. <laughs>
4: Wait, was it Never Ember?
1: Never Ember, yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. He says, ah, what's that tune you playing there? <laughs> oh, well, I haven't named them, so... Well, I kind of like this one. Um, he sounds exactly like the bartender, <laughs> but this Other is a, cousins, in, right? in fact a different character. Yes, they are related. This is Evor Lackman. Did I say Lackman? Um, Blas Lackman. Yeah, this is Evor Lackman. <laughs> um, Blas says, "Cuz, my, cuz Evor, be nice to that fella. I like his tunes." Um, and Evor says, "Yeah, I was here. I gambled with him. Uh, we were playing a few rounds of." three Dragon Anti, and then uh, I think they left right around midnight. It was, uh, you know, Volo, and Volo left uh, kind of early, I think. He was he was drunk real early. He kept talking about his book and writer's block, and it was a loud one, that one. Yeah, I really love that one. But, uh, Floon was, Floon was hanging out, and then, uh, Rainer showed up, and they played a few rounds, and, uh, well, I remember there were a, a group of men that were here, and they followed them out. Hmm. I didn't really care too much about that, but you know, it ain't my business. But those five men uh, left shortly after, flew in the rain, or haven't come back to the tavern since. Uh, but uh, you know, they might—they look kind of familiar. I you Oh, go
6: ahead.
1: No. I said, "Yeah, you know anything about <laughs> those five
2: guys? They—they're <clears throat> regulars here."
1: Yeah, they're kind of regulars. Um, he looks over at Blath. And says, do you know those fellers that were in here, the five? With the, the hoods and all that. Black says, yeah, cuz, I did know them. <laughs> they look exactly the same. Um, <laughs> these two characters. And he says, yeah, I, I know them. They frequent that warehouse over there on, uh, on Candle Lane. You know. Uh, you know the one on Candle Lane and one of the other... Uh, Tavern patrons, who's been like quiet this whole time, says, "Yeah, it's the one with the the snake symbol, the snake symbol on the door." Do I know that warehouse? Um, yep. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do I know that warehouse to be the hideout of someone in particular?
1: You You know what? You know where that warehouse is, okay. for sure. You know the warehouse on Candle Lane, and specifically the one with the snake symbol on the door. You're, like, pretty certain you know exactly where it is. Okay. Um,
5: I ask, were, did those five men have eye tattoos on them?
1: Uh, not that I can see. Mm-hmm. I don't remember.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's about all I know. But, um, when
4: he gives that piece of information, um, I'm observing...
1: The the music coming from Ed stops after that third. Time. Sworn,
4: what's your name? Sworn? sworn. 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 I was observing Sworn. 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 Yeah.
1: <laughs> Would you observe?
4: I just wanted to know if he felt anything by that piece of information that he was given.
1: Okay. Um, you try uh, to read his thoughts, but you fail. <laughs>
4: <laughs> his facial expression didn't change.
1: Um, like when he heard about the. Iron.
4: The warehouse? Do a... come on, let me perceive.
1: Yeah,
4: I think you're gonna have to
1: ask him about it. Okay, fine. <laughs> you you can see his face like just go, whoa, the place that I know. about. I yeah. <laughs> don't you know if
4: he like raised an eyebrow.
1: You weren't you didn't know to look for it. Okay, fine. Until after the fact. Fine. Yeah.
4: So I go up to him. Mm-hmm. And I nudge him. Like where his thigh is. Yeah. <laughs> So, say, you feel a little something moving <laughs> at you. Say, so, you know anything about that warehouse?
2: I don't know about that warehouse.
4: Mm-hmm. What do you know about it?
1: I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, um. You know it's a Zentrum hideout. Um, you know it's like. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um. That it's. Um. Is just like uh, just a standard hideout where they just like kind of camp out and like have beds and, and move shipments of things through. So it's just uh, you know it's probably like a one, the two-story one on Candle Lane. Like you're familiar with it. <laughs> yeah. Do I know? Um,
3: do I know of it? Probably know where it is. You've probably you it's, you,
1: you re- you're, it's familiar to you that it has a, a like a snake out front but you've never like been in you know there's probably like a fence around it um but yeah you guys know where the hideout is well thank you that's a super great lead for us and by the way have you seen this shop that was over here that had a a stuffed beholder in it and it was like purple oh has that been here old Zolob shop yeah can you tell me about that place um i think we're gonna go check it out after these drinks yeah, um, it's a it's, it's a shop. There's himself. a there's a little little feller who runs it, and I think he likes purple stuff. But uh, selling so buy trinkets there. Oh wow, that you sounds know, very things interesting. Things of things of the lack. I don't really have any business with it, but yeah, it's all been there. Sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I definitely hmm. want to check that out. Uh, yeah, let me know how it goes. <laughs>
3: Have we all got drinks at this point? <laughs>
1: um, he's been talking to you, but as he's been doing it, he's been pouring uh, drinks from behind the bar. Um, it's They're like kind of, Did you once you take a sip, it's like flat. Like, it's shitty. <laughs> it's just straight bad. <laughs> it's just like stale, like old beer. I can
5: smell it if the beer is not good. I said no thank you.
1: OK. I'm definitely still drinking it. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
5: Drinking
1: that? No yeah. problem. Yep. <laughs> You, you guys drink it. You drink one? Yep. Yep. Alright. Um, the, th- the three of you <laughs> roll constitution stage. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, getting a few beers in. <laughs> More than a few drinks in. Do you drink one too, no. Leo? It's beneath your. Oops. Seven. Okay, you, you're alright. Nine. Nine? What'd you get? I got a one. Alright, yeah. you... <laughs> This one tipped you over the edge. Damn it. You're drunk. You're drunk. (laughs) So you have disadvantage on all rolls. Damn. Damn. Yeah, you are... Yep. You are disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So you are poisoned by alcohol. You've been drinking all day, actually, (laughs) way before you got into the tavern, and this one just kind of really... You know, it seemed like a light beer, but once you finished, got to the bottom of it real quick. It was not a light beer. It's old but strong. Yep. So it hit you, hit you, hit you good. Okay. Um, do
4: I know what business this Zentron people are in? Is that what you're
1: Um. Yeah. Do a history check.
4: A natural twenty.
1: Oh, Damn girl. I mean boy. Lord. Lord. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're very familiar with the Zenturim. I mean, you know them as the Black Network. um, And you know that they... It's like a shadow organization that trades mercenaries and goods, including, like, weapons for profit. Um, It's long sought to gain political influence in Waterdeep but the strength of like, the mass lords, the nobility, and, and professional guilds make it kind of difficult for them to like you know, take over. Um, if you, uh, if our listeners listen to season one of Armor Class, you may recall that there was a member of the Zentrum that you interacted with, it was was Halia, um, for those of you playing at home, who was part of the Black Network. And um, you know that the, the Zentrum also have a pretty open recruitment policy where anyone can join um, pretty much, they value tenacity and loyalty, um, at, in in new members. And um, you also have heard rumblings, especially in nobility, when you go to like high society parties with your family, mm-hmm. that people talk a lot about the conflict between the Zentrum and the Xanthar Guild. And you know, the Zentrum and Waterdeep are like not as um, like strong as they once were. And there's definitely like you know, different leaders and stuff like that but you know you could go approach and you know people openly are part of those interims so if you know if you approach them and seem willing to cooperate they'll probably be pretty friendly towards you as long as you're not you know antagonistic to begin with that open recruitment policy so to speak
4: Well, I'd say we go over to the warehouse, but I don't know if these boys are going to be able to hold up much longer tonight.
1: Well, we should check out this shop while we're real close, and then head over to the warehouse.
4: Yeah, maybe that'll sober them up. <laughs> I do not believe that is a good idea. I'm,
1: I'm, just, just, look, I'm just, looking just
0: looking at Ant. Yeah, you can try for I'm looking at Ant, and I'm like, how in tarnation do you play Music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. <Yes.
3: laughs> Play this song no, again! I'm not
1: very well. Seven. Does um, it plus your bonus? Yeah. Alright, roll against the seven to be persuaded. What do I... You have to beat a seven. For
5: what, though? Oh, um, just with my roll without yeah. a modifier? Yeah, it's just roll. Six. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... Yeah, I don't think you're rolling anything, but the other guy they take to I think you're kind of persuaded a little bit. What do you say to her? Yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you say to her? It won't take too long. It seemed pretty interesting. Maybe they even saw something around here. Let's see. Maybe there's some nature in there. <laughs> Maybe there's some nature in there.
5: I'm highly sure there is little nature in there, but if you would like to go, I will follow and I will stay guard outside the doors. Awesome. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Yato does like is like kind of like leaning in his chair, and the chair like the bar stool is like coming up off its you know legs and coming back down. And he's definitely saying woohoo. it's <laughs> like putting my hand back just to make sure it doesn't fall down. Yeah.
0: I'm using my tail
1: to like push myself. <laughs> All right, so you guys go towards Old Zolob's shop? Yeah. yeah um, we're going to Old Zolob's. shop. Old Zolob's shop. Get some trinkets. All right, you guys are... It's literally, like, down the street. It's only, like, a, a one, two-minute walk down, and you're already there again. Um, the purple... You know, deep purple facade. Its window hangs a stuffed holder Sign. The very elaborate letters spell out Old Zolob's shop. Oh.
5: I stand on the other side of the street, and I pull out my shield and my quarterstaff, and I say, I will be waiting here.
1: I'm gonna go inside. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna let him take the lead. Yato and... Um, oh wait, so but Xion. before
5: you go in, Xion. allow me to um, cast a spell to guide you in finding more information about Flynn.
1: Oh, awesome.
5: And so I go over to Ent and I put my hand on him and I cast Guidance.
1: Nice. Wow. You are guided. And you get a plus... The target
5: can roll a d4, d4. and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Ah, cool.
1: Yeah, nice. Very good. <laughs> so Ent opens the door first. Uh, Yato and Chion, um, you guys behind him. Oh yeah, I definitely. Like yeah, him. yeah. I'm keeping. Uh,
4: Leo. I'm not really interested in going inside, okay. so I'll wait by the window.
1: Sure. Um, a cloud of lavender-scented purple smoke trails out of the shop's door as you peer inside. Every wall is painted purple and every dusty knick-knack on the shelves is dyed a deep violet. There's a hairless old gnome sitting cross-legged on the counter and he wears plum-colored robes. His cheeks are decorated with nine purple face-painted eyes. The gnome lowers a pipe and exhales a cloud of lavender smoke. before raising a hand. Hail and well met Come browse the shelves of the most curious curiosity shop in the world.
4: I kinda lean in. <laughs> Cause I'm like I recognize that voice. Sounds like a gnome.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can you kind of peer over it does sound like a little higher pitched, smaller stature. Yeah. Um do a perception check, real quick. Mm. One. <laughs> mm. You think Ooh. it's a gnome at first, but then you're like, oh, this sounds more like a... goblin, I, I don't really know. I think it's just uh, a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's just a small child.
4: <laughs> I immediately lose interest. <laughs> I think I'm also hanging out there.
1: <laughs> Oh, come Take in! Take a breather. Hail well! Hail and well! Mets, come in, come in! Come browse the shelves!
3: Your shop
1: matches my hair! Oh, yes, what a beautiful color! <laughs> come in, come closer! What's your I'm name? My, my friend, your beautiful hair! <laughs> my name's
3: Yato. What's I'm your Anto. name? Oh, my name? What's your name? I'm
1: Ent. Ent! Your color's all right. <laughs> the other two, you seem fine as well, but your hair be lovely! Oh, I'm actually go in. <laughs> um, You don't have to go in? Yeah. Okay. I was um, saying in the back. You're in the shop though? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I'm near the door, but I didn't go in. <laughs> um, he says to you when you ask him his name, he says, Well, I you yeah, know, my name is but uh, my name is So Zoblob. This is the old Zoblob shop, but no relation to Zoblob. Oh. What do you sell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, trinkets! Oh, what kind of trinkets? What do they do? What are they good for? Well, um... Hold on. Trinkets... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Zolob's talking to you and he says, Well, I have all sorts of trinkets, different things, lots of purple things. I have this beautiful ring that never rusts. It's purple. It's got a purple gem. I have, you know, um, this... Um, this rope necklace that has four elf fingers on it. They're purple now. They've been mummified. <laughs> and he puts it down. And he also says, um, and he says, I, don't know, I have plenty of things around. You saw Zolob there in the window. Was that the beholder? Oh, yes, yes. No relation to me, Zolob. That's Zolob there in the window. Um, a funny story. When I came to Waterdeep, I bought the old Zolob shop from the previous owner, and I tried renaming it, but everyone kept calling it the old Zolob shop, so I just changed my name to Zolob after him, the Beholder, the little stuffed one there. That's Zolob, no relation to the eye tyrant hanging in the window. Well, is, is the Zolob in the window for sale? Oh, no, no, I can't sell that one. The old Zolob stays here. Um, as you are in here. You, you're you talking to him, and all of a sudden you stop, and you look over to your right, and on the wall, you're kind of like emph- emphatically drawn to this tiny drum that's been dyed purple that's lying dusty on the very back of a very cramped shelf. A little drum? Uh-huh. Alright, I'll walk over and try to like pick it up and look at it. You pick it up, um, and you see that there's little like tiny there's like attached drumsticks like to it and you pick it up and they like hang down and it's dyed purple. Oh, and um, as you're picking up the drum, you feel like you just have this feeling that something, I don't know, advantageous will happen if you play it. I turn to, to old Zolob but not the Zolob in the window. <laughs> this looks pretty neat, what is, what is this?
3: I like grab it and like look at it. <laughs>
1: Um, hold on one second, y'all. All right. Um. So you you asked Zolov what it is. Yeah. And um, Zolov says, Oh, uh, I'm actually not quite sure. That's been there for a little while. Someone sold it here, or, or sold it here, and I dyed it purple. Been <laughs> around for. A- about a year or so. It's kind of kind of nice, kind of cute. Yeah, I think so. Yes. How much is it? Oh, it's only a... Well, it's only a few gold. I'd say maybe five, five gold. Oh, well, I, I can spare five gold for this. Yes, please. Um.
3: <laughs> Did I notice anything about it when I picked it up?
1: No, you didn't notice anything. Nice. But you were still feel... <laughs> If you play it, something advantageous will happen. Well, I need to buy it first, so. sure. You, um, I'm, I'm Zol- a good person, by the way. Zolov says, <laughs> sure, I'll take the five gold, please. Well, hang on, let me let me continue to browse. I need to decide if I want every, anything else. Oh, first. sure, take your time. Look around. Are you sure this is worth five gold? <laughs> oh, so let me take a look at that real quick. And he sticks his hands out. Um, it's like really, he has to use both hands. It's huge in his hands. And he looks at it and says... You're right, it might be ten gold? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's quite nice. Five gold is fine, I like, like your hair. <laughs> and he hands it back to you.
0: I look over to Anton and say, You look like you want to play
1: that thing. Why don't you try it out before you buy it? How big is it? Um, it's tiny. It's, tiny. it's a tiny drum. It's like very small in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Like. You can hold you, the whole drum fits in your hand, and you can pick up the little drum with your fingers and play it. It's a tiny drum. For the gnome, it's like he has to hold it with two hands, but it's tiny for you. Well, I do like instruments, so it does seem appropriate for me. But again, I'll wait until I buy it. Sure. around, is there the anything ground. else that looks neat? Um, do
3: I see anything cool? I'm just drunkenly rummaging around
1: stuff. I'm just like picking things up and like showing them to him and like being like, look at this one. <laughs> Give me a second to look something up. Um, yes, so around the shop there's also um, like a tooth from some creature that you can't tell. It's been dyed purple. Um, there's a like giant egg with a bright purple shell. Um, there is a um, like a brass orb that's etched with strange runes that are purple, and there is another thing that you see is just like an old key just by itself. It's not purple, but it's just a key. It's just nothing to it, um, and all sorts of miscellaneous like trinkets. You know, um, you see that there's just some like a vial of purple-looking blood also. Interesting. I like the key. I'm going to hold onto the key as well. How much oh, is this? Ten gold. Ten gold? Hmm. I don't know well, if I, I can, can do, do ten, ten, gold ten gold for the key. Ah, oh, well, it's probably... It's a very wonderful key. It could open something when you most need it. Maybe. Maybe i Would you be up to do ten for both the key and the drum? Oh. Fine. I guess I can. That's cool. fine. Has so, anything caught your
0: eye?
3: I'm just like I just like picked up the like brass orb and I'm like balancing it on my arms, <laughs> okay. Try, like a, trying to roll it.
1: Do real. an um, an acrobatics <laughs> che- or just a dexterity check? And I'm
3: at disadvantage, so mm-hmm. I roll twice mm-hmm. and pick the lower one. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm
6: gonna
1: get every modifier. Ten. You, you, like, almost drop it, and you, like, hit the, ta- like, table in one of the shelves, like, as you catch it, but nothing falls and breaks. Like, you catch it perfectly fine. So Lop goes, ah! Be careful there! <laughs> it's a neat orb. How much for yep. the orb? Oh, that orb's 200 dragons. <laughs> oh. I think you break <laughs> like, that. <laughs> very carefully put it back. <laughs> why is that one so expensive? It's worth a lot to so want it's very nice. Also, well, the so is the drum. Of course, the drum is worth more. I don't know what that means, but I think I'm good with the key <laughs> and the drum. So, it'll be ten gold. You sure you don't want to drop it down to nine? No. <laughs> You're not sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Ten gold, please. All right, then I'll ten, pull that ten. Try to pull a fast one on some Lop here. I'm just a <laughs> Um, yeah so pay 10 gold for it. Yeah, he takes he takes the 10 gold. Um Yeah. he he sells you the the two items. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. This was very interesting.
6: Oh,
3: of course. I like the colors in here. <laughs> I like your hair. <laughs> well, that was too anti. I'll sell you my like hair. <laughs> I'll sell you some hair for 10 gold. Oh?
1: Whoa. How much hair?
3: <laughs> this many.
1: A whole hand of hair, yes. <laughs> five, a hand of your five hair. Five hairs. No, a, hair. <laughs> a hand of hair, ten gold. Yeah,
6: well, I've got
1: pretty long hair. Did you just like cut off like a few inches? Yeah. Come here. And it grows pretty fast. Yeah. And um, it's free Zola reaches out his crony little hand, um, <laughs> and he grabs the hair on your head and says, I want this much hair. All oh. I'm holding in my hand. Okay. He starts pulling on it. <laughs> 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 you don't have any purple scissors? <laughs> he, uh, with his, like, old hand, grabs, like, a purple, like, like hold on, hold dagger. On <laughs> <laughs> he starts coming towards your head. He's like, I, like, pss- I stop the hand. <laughs> i I'm like, Blum.
0: And let me take care of this. And I pull out a small little dagger and just cleanly chop it off. <laughs> okay, you do that.
1: And he says, "Okay, here's ten gold." And he just takes the same ten gold that you handed <laughs> him and he gives it to him. Yeah, perfect. And he like Yay. starts smelling the purple hair, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he like drops it a, like underneath the the counter. And he's still sitting there cross-legged. love likes you. Okay? I'm saying, I'm saying. I'm standing by the door and I pull my
4: hood slightly lower <laughs> over my purple eyes. Oh, your purple eyes! I, <laughs> I want to do a
2: perception check. Wait, are I you inside see. this door? I'm, like, right outside the door. Oh, yeah, like, okay. I've been,
4: like, listening, but...
1: yeah. yeah. He didn't see your purple eyes. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting my hair cut. <laughs> well, I'm going to thank him again and walk out of the shop. Okay. And I'm going to tap on the drum. As you're walking out of the shop? Once I'm, like, out and with them, I'll be like, look at this drum, and, like... Tap on it. (laughs) Sure. Um, You tap on the drum, and... um, It brings me great pleasure. It does bring you great pleasure. (laughs) And as soon as you tap on the drum, (laughs) you hear something whooshing from the drum.
5: He's doing this inside the store, right?
1: He's right outside the store. Oh, great. But you hear this (laughs) Six different sounds just are whooshing out of the drum. And you can see um, um six main demons are like just plopping out into the store and outside the store. Mostly like in four of them in the store, two of them right outside the store. Um, oh. these demons look like These like that. (gasps) They're dwarves. People. Well, the dwarves and people are party members. But uh, (laughs) these things here are all around the store, Uh and some of them are now just like in the store, just kind of throwing things off the shelves, going ching, ching, and you hear some of them say, "Look at me! This body once performed ballet for Lady Casalanta," and they're just (laughs) destroying the store. You can hear Zolot go, "Ah! What are those things?" Um, and they're just like kind of dancing around and you can see that they're dressed in garb Um, one of them is dressed in jester tights one of them in a dancer's tutu some in actor's masks some in wigs and some with just like makeup and they're just like stomping around um, the store just like destroying stuff in there the two that were outside now run into the store as well and they're just like smashing shit around and Zolob is freaking the fuck out
5: Ah, please help!
4: I say to the group, I recommend we leave now.
1: <laughs>
4: I say, what in Timora's name are
5: those?
4: <laughs> like, well, we can't just
2: leave him. Um We're but, definitely gonna <laughs> slip around into an alley, I'm kind of <laughs> close, but.
1: The drum starts to <laughs> shake. you not standing by the door anymore. And you're yeah. just not standing by the door, yeah. you're into the alley. Yeah. The drum starts to snake in your hand, and someone Something else just, like, starts, like, a hand crawls out of it, and just, you can see something, like, pulling itself out of the drum. Oh, push, oh. It back. <laughs> and you push it back. it nope. again. And you see, um, I'm helping you push it back. <laughs> you see him come out, like this, and then, um... It looks around, like, it's, um, it looks like a, just, like, berserker-looking, like, um... Like a barbarian-looking man. He's huge, and he says... Um, how dare you mock me towards those, um, the the circus-y, creepy people. And he looks around at all of you guys. He sees Hang, and his body starts whoosh, um, like, whooshing towards Hang. I put Um, my shield up. You put your shield up. It goes through your shield and into your mouth. And roll a um, charisma saving throw. (sighs) Whoa. Oof. Charisma. In the shop, you can still hear these, uh, these people dancing around just saying, the Waterdeep Wazoo was named the best young actress of the Sword Coast! And they're just <laughs> whacking shit in the store and spawning flying around. 13. Cool. Um, you are possessed. Oh no. <laughs> no. Um, you are incapacitated, um, and something else has taken over you. So
5: I am physically able, but my, like, true character is you, incapacitated. Yes, your okay. character
1: is incapacitated, but your body is still awake. Okay, great, okay, got it. Um, and in the body, you can hear... Hang <coughs> um, now just, like, drops the things she was holding. Her claws are out, and you can hear her reach up like this and say, Actors! Damn, damn all you liars to the nine hells! And she starts just going towards into the store.
5: So I've turned into my werewolf
1: form. As she's doing that, the clothes that she's wearing start to rip and tear a little bit, and the rest of her that was more human-like starts to morph and form into a full-fledged werewolf. And she is going towards the store.
5: My eyes are red.
1: Eyes are red. Well, that escalated. Um, <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in my life.
4: I think I'm gonna call my men now.
1: <laughs> you, you look around for guards. <laughs> um... Okay, so the mains... Um... Yeah. So I think... So yeah, so the mains are in there, destroying shit. Um, Hang has turned in, has been possessed and turned into a werewolf form. Um, and I think that's a good place to call it for today. <laughs> mm. F-ed up, man. I didn't want to go in the first place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. that was Armor Class, Season 2, Episode 1, our Water Deep Dragon Heist campaign. Name TBD. Round of applause for first episode. <clears throat> everyone, for listening. Um, name of the actual podcast, DVD, our crew here is not the Fandlin Fam anymore, but will be known as the Water Deep Deep Six. Who knows? Alright, stay tuned until next time. We out.
4: Post in the comments below.
1: Post in the comments, like and subscribe.
4: Let's smash that subscribe smash button. Smash that subscribe Read button. Follow us
1: on Instagram at armorclass. With you U. <laughs> We're
4: giving away stickers to our top 10 followers.
1: Comment on our latest post. I want a sticker, please. And receive a sticker.
4: <laughs> Hashtag armor class.
1: Hashtag armor class. Bye-bye.